0: Welcome to The Spook Show, Season 4, Episode 4. I'm one host, Boone, and sitting beside me in a digital capacity are the other hosts, Neffy, Fish, and Cattle. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hi. <laughs> the story so far. Fish won last month's found footage episode with Bad Ben and picked Peter Jackson for this month. Peter Jackson is a name well-known in the mainstream spectrum, becoming synonymous with Lord of the Rings, thanks to directing both the trilogy of films based on those books, and then another trilogy of films based on The Hobbit. Before he started bringing the world of J.R.R. Tolkien to the big screen, winning Oscars, and as of this year, becoming a goddamn billionaire, he was just, well, Peter Jackson. Born on Actually Halloween, October 31st in 1961, he grew up in Wellington, New Zealand, becoming a fan of Ray Harryhausen films, Monty Python's Flying Circus, and the Supermarionation TV series Thunderbirds. And it's that last one that really speaks to what a vivid imagination he's got. Likely not many people know or remember shows like Thunderbirds or the little flare of super marionation craze that happened back in the 60s, but these were shows made exclusively with models and marionettes. That's it. Imagine something like an old school Godzilla movie with model cities, except the heroes are all puppets flying around in model rocket ships saving the world. But through the aid of imagination, these puppets became real, living, breathing characters facing real danger. And if your brain can sell you on that, there's no limit to the wild things you can come up with. That sort of imagination and believing the impossible is exactly the sort of fuel you need to basically self-teach yourself how to make movies, which is what Jackson did, as well as dropping out of high school at 16 to work as a photo engraver living with his parents and saving up money to buy his own film equipment. And once he had that equipment, it was time to jump into making movies. More specifically, some of the most insane, visually wild, gross-out, gore-fest horror flicks of all time. Seriously, I'll get more into it when we get there, but Braindead, aka Dead Alive, is still regarded as one of the goriest movies of all time. And through his creation of unrestrained slapstick horror the bedrock of his mainstream success was paved. He may not have done much in the horror genre since 1996, The Frighteners, although I include his remake of King Kong in his small but essential viewing list of horror contributions. But his roots are in the horror realm, and I know I'm not alone in eagerly awaiting for him to come back someday. Even if his days of making gross out insanity are over, the films he gave us are more than enough to make him a horror icon of the highest order. So let's talk about Peter Jackson movies. Yeah. Starting with uh, Bad Taste, which was Fish's pick, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was absolutely. And I'm not going to compare everything to Lord of the Rings tonight.
0: (laughs) But you're not Um, not going to either.
1: No, 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 really. (laughs) (laughs) It's not deserving of his brilliance. I will allow myself to comment on one thing. Yeah. I am so glad that the movies that I love more than any other movies in existence were handled by a writer and a director who put so much time and patience and love and fun and silliness into the things he creates.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Um, this is his first feature uh, film and it took him four years to make and his heart and his hands were in every possible crevice of this movie. <laughs> he, he externalized his giddiness and his imagination. And that was apparently really contagious to his friends. And therefore that made it really forgivable when he took up everybody's space in his life that he could, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> he just, <laughs>
3: yeah. he just took
0: over.
1: <laughs> he did. <laughs> Um.
0: (laughs) Well, you kind of have to, especially with, like, like small independent films. Like, they really are, they they are pure passion projects to get done. Mm -hmm. Especially something of this caliber.
1: Absolutely. Even the actors, they fell for his endearing insanity, and they became dedicated to it, too. He had his friend Craig, uh, who got married. He played Giles, uh who got married and that halted production for about four months but then like four years later toward the end of the production craig came back he got divorced and he was like <laughs> yeah i could be in this film now so what peter did <laughs> what peter did was like yeah we'll just do some short scenes and he made it seem like he'd been there the whole time
0: <laughs> oh that's incredible Who who is giles was he the uh the the guy who was coming to collect the uh, donations?
1: I believe that was Giles. I believe that was Giles. I didn't really go on to IMDB for that one. I just knew the backstory because I did a little bit of a docu-search on this one. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but the story cracked me up.
0: <laughs> no, that's incredible.
1: Um... You know, and they actually, from what I got, and i'm gonna link you to this uh documentary too, but uh they made three models because they shot at a historical colonial house that he talked his dad into talking the uh land keepers into letting him use
3: because <laughs> oh, it look
0: it looks like a like a really like a fancy house. Like, far fancier than someone making their first production on a low, low budget yeah. should have access to or be able to do the things he does to that house. <laughs>
1: Exactly. And they said he was really, really respectful. Uh, Anything that they, like, might have actually messed up in the house, they put back together. Um, And the three models that they used, one was uh, five meters square, and that one was to blast a fucking rocket through. (laughs)
0: Right. Yes. (laughs) Because that's the thing that happens.
1: (laughs) And then... They had a one meter square one for the liftoff and then they had an ee bitty baby version of that that they used as a model and they built all of this themselves as a model uh, to show you the house in the galaxy. and then that's not the only thing they built in this movie. Like the machete is cardboard with a blood tube attached to it. He made that by hand. Uh, the nice. mallet is sponge, which he gleefully in this documentary starts waving. He goes, yeah, you can really—it's made of sponge, so you could really hit a lot of people
4: with it like, a
1: lot of times. <laughs> all the dollies the tracks for his Bolex camera <laughs> all um, the crane for his Bolex camera so he could get the high shots Oh he just um, made
0: all that stuff?
1: He just the, him and his friends they just made that stuff and they had to rig it oh, sometimes because all this metal was in the way on the crane and they couldn't get to certain angles because of it so he had to just he qu- quoting him he basically just had to point it at the actors hope for the best yeah <laughs> um so they figured everything out too much smoke on screen sometimes because of the rocket scene <laughs> 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 so they send it off to the Cannes film festival and honestly as a result of all the talent and the heart put into it the comedic and frankly vile story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that represents like three out of four of the movies we're watching or we're talking about tonight.
1: <laughs> oh hungry alien entrepreneurs terrorizing and picking off a whole town. <laughs> Won ten countries over to the weird side and they got a gore award in Paris. Yeah. Hey. that's very coveted. <laughs> so yeah, you go Peter Jackson maker of Lord of the Rings beautiful man (laughs) this
3: this is where he started
1: (laughs) I absolutely love this movie Um, its
0: it's been a long time since I've seen it but I I forgot just uh how wonderful this movie is
1: same a lot of these movies I watched once and I love Peter Jackson to death but I probably would never have watched them again if it weren't for this show (laughs) (laughs) because they were so gross
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're very gross (laughs) he goes full gross out for, for, like, the early stage of his career. Um, oh, sorry, go on.
1: No, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say, the one thing that, like, because I, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but when I, I did, like, first get a copy of it, like, I watched the hell out of it a number of times. Uh, But one of the things, like, I never really, like, noticed was, like, like, Peter Jackson's in the movie twice. Like, he plays two characters. I noticed that. Um, probably, probably his most prominent acting roles in in his movies. Uh, but I di- I never noticed before that like what a champ he is, because not only does he do dual duty in acting roles, but like he made sure that that all of the most dangerous, insane things that characters went through happened to those characters, like dangling off the side of a cliff. for an extended period of time like all 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 the really dangerous like stunt type stuff like it was his characters at the forefront of it which i thought was like okay that's that's cool that's like okay like i want as the director i want this but like i don't want to risk anyone else else's life or limb for it so i'll just i'll just do it myself and if i (laughs) fall off a cliff you know that's on me (laughs)
3: i did
1: it doing something i love and it's hard not to compare everything to lord of the rings because it's because it's you one because it's me but also i'm seeing my favorite directors beginnings to like now i look back at lord of the rings and i watch it and i'm like oh Okay, so that's where that came from. <laughs>
0: all, all of the insane, like, ca- and unique camera work, and and Wait, also just, just camera down to trickery,
1: effects down to the SFX. Yeah, like, for this movie, he created. So the guy that's throwing up for like two minutes, fucking straight. <laughs> right. I had to turn the fucking. I I could only look at a clip of it, and I had to turn. It <coughs> <laughs> he that's him and Mm -hmm. that's a mold of his face that he used with dental he made a dental uh impression with his face with dental putty and then he made the mold himself and then he put the animatronics behind it and painted it all up and everything himself the aliens are his face too
0: (laughs) oh are they really yeah
1: they're they're just like molded
0: off of his face
1: yeah, he used putty and paper mache for that one and anything that they could to make them look like really realistic.
0: Right. Um,
1: and sort of like, <laughs> and Icky. <laughs> you could see in those faces the early makings of an orc and a an neurocop. I could see. And that, I was yeah. like, I, especially Lurtz. I was like, I could see Lurtz in that. Lurtz is the guy who kills Boromir. Oh,
3: <laughs> um, right, so, yeah.
0: The main yeah, one.
1: The main Uruk. Uh, Saruman. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> um, So it's kind of cool and it's kind of nostalgic and it's like almost like a bonding experience like you know it's weird to say you bond with actors and you bond with directors because you don't really know them so you can't really bond with them but you're getting a peek at their life and it's
4: really cool especially one like him
0: it's like a one-way bond type thing
3: yeah
4: yeah sorry I', I I'm
3: gonna ramble <laughs> no, I, I, hey. all night. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it's your
0: month and, and it's your movie. So if anyone's gonna ramble on about, well, I ramble on more than most. So it's nice when other people do it <laughs> because then I don't feel so guilty. I'm like, oh fuck, we did a whole episode. I talked like sixty percent of the time. God damn it! And there's four of us. Holy shit!
3: Dang
0: it. Uh I'm a Derek. Derek's don't run. <laughs> I, I love that line. Uh, it was good. But yeah, no, that was it's just like it's cool going back to the to the beginning again of like the Peter Jackson like filmography and like just seeing like I forgot just how just just how insane this movie was, not just in terms of content, but in terms of like how like the camera is constantly moving, doing these insane shots that like quite honestly, should not be capable of a first-time director on, a on, on like, an almost nothing budget, self-taught. Like, and maybe that's why. Maybe because maybe he didn't have any formal training. He was just like, I'm just going to make these crazy images in my head on film. So he had no, like, basis and no rule set to go with. He just went for it and managed to achieve it. But, like, just... The, the like the crane shots and like everything like that it, it adds so much um, production value to what is otherwise like a pretty inexpensive movie. Yep. On top of the effects, like the effects are a whole other level of th- like quality that you don't usually see in movies of this this like stature and 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 budget first time out like the th- and it, he did it makes
1: shorts uh, he only did shorts beforehand and the way right. he explains it in the um the doc that i just linked is basically that he would get bored because he'd have that an idea and he'd sense. get bored with it and, and this was the one that like he went all out in
5: yeah <laughs> but it's de- ADHD it, intensifies. right? <laughs> it's
0: definitely like I feel like it's very very ADHD friendly type of cinema yeah. with Peter Jackson because there's the camera's always moving, there's always something bright and and entertaining uh, like every few seconds there's something new and bright and gross to look at. Yeah. Um it's just constant. It's just like a a constant um barrage on the senses. Which is why I can understand why, like, there's a lot of comparisons between, like, say, Peter Jackson and Sam Raimi. Because Sam mm. Raimi also very, like, he, he came out with these, insa- like, the Sam Raimi visual aesthetic, which is unique unto himself. And even between, like, Sam Raimi and Peter Jackson, there's similarities, but they each have unique aesthetics unto themselves, which are so mesmerizing to
5: look at.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <clears throat> It's interesting that you do mention that cuz I I had some of those vibes too while I was watching this where I think even in my head a couple times I'd be like, "Yeah, you know, here at Sam Raimi, month, I mean, Peter Jackson, month, uh,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah."
5: Um I...
0: oh. oh no, go on.
5: Oh no, I, I was going to say uh Yeah, th- this one was uh so I I guess overall I liked it. It was a little bit tougher for me at points because of like the low budgetness. However, when I looked into it and saw the fact that, like, yeah, they did the whole thing off of, of uh, for twenty five thousand dollars, I right. was like, okay, yeah, that like that automatically gets points up in my book because it's like, yeah, it's it's quote unquote lower quality just in like what they had access to because of the budget and everything, but like with what they did with that money was awesome. Right. Yeah. So uh, I I did enjoy that. Um, one weird thing and I don't know if it was just me I want, I want uh, your guys opinion on this so the dialogue in the movie did it sound more like it was recorded later and put over top because maybe it was just me
0: it very easily could have been and probably was because usually with um,
5: um, like older film type stuff like sound was recorded separate Right. Uh, and then
0: also, there, there are instances where, like, the entire, like, all the dialogue and everything like that is recorded, like, after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the, like, it did, like, you're, you're talking about, like, it, it felt like it was kind of dubbed.
5: Yeah. That, that's what it seemed like to me. It, it did, was, yeah, just the, it it did sounded have like a kind bit of was that a. Feel. Yeah, yeah. In, in the studio, and, like, I didn't notice as much of, like, environmental effects given, like, where they were and, like, where the scenes yeah. were at and everything. So that's, that, that took me out of it a little bit, but not, like, enough to not enjoy it. It's just, like, right. some of the things right. I noticed while watching it. But then again, bottom line is, if you can pull that off for $25,000, like, right. yeah, you're, you're going places, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the reason I put so much emphasis on the fact that it was a Bolex camera, because if you don't know what a Bolex is, it's No, it's going a on a Bolex for... It's a hand cranked camera <laughs> With oh, phone that runs through it, yeah. and so he's cranking it the whole time to film it. So the fact that it is dumped maybe is not not a far yeah.
0: cry. Cause yeah, because because yeah, I would almost guarantee that yeah, that that, that, cam- that camera is not equipped for like we're we're used to the modern era of cameras where they record sound. Old film cameras, they did not record sound. They just record the, mm-hmm. recorded the images. So you would have to have, uh, that's why you have like boom mic operators and whatnot. That's
5: what I was about to say. I was like, yeah. it didn't sound like a boom mic. It sounded more like exactly. in a studio. Yeah, they probably did not have the
0: money well, for have... audio equipment. Yeah, to
1: think of it less like a video recorder and more like a motion picture like camera. Yeah. Uh. So, like, basically it's a camera, but you're running film through it to capture. Right. So, and you could tell, too, like, he plays with it because some scenes that are more comedic, he kind of speeds up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> All right, You're trying to that's right. If that it's ha- if it's hand trip. cranked, yeah. If it's hand <laughs> cranked,
0: depending on how fast or slow you crank it, you will either get f- super fast motion or slow motion. That's right.
3: Yeah.
0: I forgot. I I didn't like. I knew that, but I didn't consider
3: that that concept yeah, until yeah. just now. I'm like you were in absolute amazing. control of that. Nefy, what did you think?
2: I, it it was a journey. <laughs> it was a... I don't even know if I remember exactly what the plot was, nor did I realize entirely what the plot was until I, I think I came to from the experience halfway <laughs> through. And um, all of a sudden, there was this alien with a really big butt that was just hanging out of his pants. And um, I don't understand how I got there. I don't understand where I am now. <laughs> um, I'm 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 very confused. Honestly, all I can say is um, I don't remember his name. But man, who will bring hell to fury of the aliens who had to. Oh, Derek. There we go, Derek. Okay. <laughs> Derek, he, yeah, he's, he a, he's a Derek. Derek's don't his, run, <laughs> shoving his fucking brain back into his head. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, and I'm literally having moments because I'm just like, this is—it's not even so much like that. It's that it—it—it it, it, it doesn't look like brain matter. It just the the texture of it just looks so gross. And I can just imagine the texture, and I'm just sitting there the entire time. I'm like, oh, what if you had yeah. to, clean it, you had to clean it up? What if you had to clean it up? What if you had to clean it up? No gloves could save me from that mess. So, <laughs> I, I just, same. <laughs> um, but, uh. Oh, I was just gross and very confused for most of it because I, due to maybe just the the fact that it isn't you know a, a a very inexpensive movie that was shot, um, I couldn't make out a lot of it, like what they were saying. But I'm also coming to terms with the fact that that just might be something that I do when I'm, like, visually. Like, just engrossed with something. I don't remember the verbal stuff very often. And that's kind of what happened. I was just watching this this man torture a man they had hung from the... Sat- <laughs> <down> the <mountain. laughs>
0: You're watching Peter Jackson drive a, a, a bayonet into the foot of ba- Peter Jackson as he dangles off of a cliff.
4: Yes. What's
0: so hard to wrap your head around about that scene? Like it's it's abundantly clear. It's just oh, Peter Jackson torturing himself.
2: Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. So, I'm sitting there and I'm just I'm just watching it and I'm like, "Uh-huh. I don't know what they're saying to each other. Something about that and, you know, the torture. And then that doesn't work cuz the other zombie, but not zombie people are coming after him. And he doesn't. He's he's very sadistic, but he also kind of reminds me of um, I can't even remember what show it was from. But like he had like uh it it might have been Full House or so or or, or so, like he had the nerd glasses and and Urkel? and Ur- Well, no, not Urkel. I think they See now I can't remember Mink. No, it might have been Minkus. <laughs> as funny. As <laughs> Sorry. <that> is- what? <laughs>
0: Wait, who's Minkus? <laughs> I just know it from the Dan Giesling <laughs> connection. Oh, well, wait, isn't Minkus from, like, Boy Meets World or something? Originally?
4: I, th- I think, maybe. I think so. I think
2: that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking of. <laughs> and it's hilarious because you had said it earlier.
0: Well, it's, yes. also, it's also hilarious because uh, this, this film also features a cameo from the Beatles, John, Paul, Minkus, and Paul.
4: This guy?
2: Yes! There we go! Yes! Yes! Thank you! Yeah, that's what he kind of reminds- Like, if Minkus had grown up. (laughs) Oh, no. Did Minkus not grow up? Holy shit!
0: Wait, did he die? Oh, Boy Meets World
2: got dark. Jeez, they're real dickheads. Derek was running all along. (laughs) But, so, like- I'm watching this and and then all of a sudden the most epic scene happens and that's why this movie got my favorite kill or or I think it tied for my favorite kill. Where did my sheik go? <coughs> where the sheikh? Uh, okay. Yeah, sheep. it tied. hmm
0: It was this and dead alive.
2: That's right. So I I I, I, I come to and I, I look around and I'm like, oh, where the f- I? Am? and then all of a sudden a guy drops out fucking ceiling with a chainsaw and chainsaws his way through the Ugh.
0: Yeah that's again that's Derek. I know he, he's a Derek I he doesn't know. run
1: it's <laughs> <was> just like <laughs> fuck my spinning steel shithead
0: <laughs> Oh that is what he says at one point isn't it? Yep. Oh my god.
1: I think when he has the lawnmower
0: Oh that would have been dead alive.
1: Yeah, dead alive. Oh wait, uh... no, wait, no, 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 no. It is when he hits them with the uh thing
2: with the chainsaw.
1: Uh, With the chainsaw, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh -uh. Sorry, the gore
1: mixed up (laughs) fucking messes of gore. Yeah, (laughs) the
2: mass
3: slaughters
0: of human beings like this. Of minkus this is this is what this is why peter jackson decided to do the lord of the rings films because he knew that there were going to be massive battle scenes and he could kill a whole lot of people
1: do you know though do you know that vigo broke has, his
0: toe yeah he, I know.
1: yes two toes actually and oh. tooth. um aldoran two towers <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: there it but, is
1: but literally, like, with the hobbits, like, he wouldn't, um, he, he refused to show a hobbit killing anything else in that movie but an orc. Oh. Ah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: He drew a line in the sand. He did. Well, he figured the elves and the orcs were killing each other off enough that he was going to meet his body count quota. like sir, <laughs> Like, consistently... I'm just going to spoil some of the base score stuff now, but consistently, this is probably the highest body count we've had for a month, ever.
3: (laughs) In this
0: this movie alone, 62 kills I counted. meet Meet the Fables, 59 kills. Dead Alive 39, and even in The Frighteners, the PG 13 mainstream universal release picture, 24 kills I counted in that fucking movie. That's higher than most like unrated horror movies we've watched on this show.
3: Like, what is it? That's like
0: almost 200 people killed (laughs) over the course of these four movies.
1: Well, it sounds to me like, ah, shut up, codpiece face.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is humor. <laughs> he is so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: He is such a funny writer. Like, and you just want to grab his cheeks and just be like, oh, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> you're something. You're a little mischievous. You <laughs> you a little
0: rascal. <laughs> That makes sense, though, about, like, the models and stuff and why he's so good with model work. That, again, that, I, I don't know for a fact, but, like, that strikes me as, as someone who grew up loving, like, Thunderbirds, which was nothing but models. Right. So, and, and like, well done model stuff, too. Like, I, I watched a little bit of Thunderbirds. Mostly, I, I was more into Captain Scarlet. Um, but they, they were immensely fun shows. And, like, all models. So, like, yeah, if you were super into that, I could see that, like, in impressionable minds and all, you start you start fiddling. You, you see the possibilities of model work. So you can aspire to it.
1: I think it's especially sweet because, and I'm going to bring it uh, personal because, I mean, he's my favorite for a reason. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of an exaggerated version of my dad my dad used to do little things like make little (laughs) well (laughs) i'm gonna tell a story really quick my father used to take my aunt's barbies and gi joe never got to save barbie in the little militia expedition (laughs) barbie (laughs) barbie sometimes Barbie sometimes got melted by a cherry bomb. <laughs> <laughs> she got decapitated once she was a prisoner of war. <laughs>
3: oh my god.
4: <laughs> my dad was a little a
0: Did little he film convenient. any of these? Like if he had a super no. 8 camera like this would have been like the early films of your dad. <laughs>
1: No, he never filmed them. What he used to do is, my grandmother had brown paper lunch bags, and just to keep him occupied, she would hand him the brown paper lunch bags, and she would give him a pencil, and he would do little military strategies and draw out the actual little military thing happening. <laughs>
3: <That was laughs> nice. The
1: strategy first, and then yeah. he would draw out like little guys fighting each other. <laughs> right, that's how because the battle
4: went. <laughs> because
0: because because no 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 plan. Or what's the saying? Like, like, no plan is 100% as soon as it meets the enemy. Something to that effect.
1: Something. (laughs) And he, like, that's how he entertained himself as a middle child. And I got to tell you, a middle child, being a middle child, being both, (laughs) being a middle child is a lot like being an only child. And Peter Jackson was an only child. And this is how he sort of,
0: Expressed himself and entertained
1: this, 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 this himself. This is how he played with himself.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> he was such a sweet little guy and so respectful. Or he is such a sweet man and so respectful. Like it's so easy. That's what I mean. Like he's so endearing that yeah. you could see how much heart he's putting into this work and how much work he's actually putting into get make it creative. That like no joke that this literally became a cult classic for people
3: <laughs> yeah
0: and you can you can see it on the like the with you watch enough movies you start to be able to pick up on stuff like if the people making the movie were having fun
3: mm-hmm.
0: and, and with pretty much all of his movies you can tell people are having fun Mm-hmm. like they're they're having a good time making the, like especially with this one you you could see just how much fun ever like everyone's just fucking around and having a good time
1: essentially he's just hanging out with his friends who <clears throat> just happens yeah. to be making a movie too
0: yeah and, <laughs> and, and, and kudos to him for having the the like being able to do that but keep it focused enough to create like a solid film Right. A, a batch insane all over the place film but like one that that it like the finished product is entertaining to watch and and like the it holds together.
1: You hear stories like this <clears throat> and you probably hear them for every single one of his movies but you hear stories like this about how he was behind the scenes of his first feature film in 1987 all the way to winning how many Oscars for Lord of the Rings? I think it was like 11 or something like
0: that it was a lot like I, I think i if i remember correctly it got nominated for like the first two got nominated for some but it, they didn't really start actually giving them to him until return of the king because at that point they had to like take the bow bend the knee and give him something
4: right and
0: <clears throat> but they really is, didn't oh. want to because it was a genre film i'm sure
1: <laughs> Yes, they were that and it was a big deal because of that too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, the the academy gave him this when it was such a fantasy. Right.
3: Uh, anyway.
0: Yeah, they they don't like handing like major awards out to genre films. They just don't.
1: And but you hear like even to that extent of fame because Lord of the Rings is really fucking famous if you guys couldn't tell. <laughs> even i've never heard of a rock like there are people who don't like the movie but you can't deny the fame it had like all over the world and like the respect that he had for the tolkien estate but that level of fame my point is is like the stories that you hear behind that level of fame are still the same you heard back in 1987 when he was respectful of the household that he shot this on and decided okay well that's cool we could just make some models (laughs) there's a five meter square that which is a what was it a five meter square is 269 square feet no well, me and my friends will just build it. So we'll just
3: build a model,
0: yeah. With a
1: rocket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god, I forgot about the rocket. I don't know how I forgot about the rocket launcher, but like, yeah, no. This, this is a, this is the the first feature fil- uh, length film of a director on a minuscule budget. He's got a fucking rocket launcher, <laughs> and he blows up cars oh. and houses. The
1: guns were fake too. That's another thing. The guns were handmade. <clears throat> he did He had a f- at all. even the rocket f- launcher. <laughs> That's incredible.
0: Like again, because like even going back, all, like like they looked like legit guns.
1: His by magazine, and large, his, you know the automatic <clears throat> he had. His magazine for that was cardboard. Uh, and it was cardboard. Yeah, most of it was cardboard. Then there was a piece of metal. You gotta watch this documentary. It's only like no, years I, I long.
0: absolutely am going
1: to. Um, it's it's cardboard on top uh, and a piece of metal on top glued. And then he painted it. Holy shit. And he he rigged up some stuff so you could just shoot it out. And it's and the barrel of that gun is just a metal pipe that he drilled into <laughs> and shaped the way he needed it to be shaped to look like a gun. Like everything was handmade in this movie because they only had such a budget.
3: Holy and shit.
1: they did the same thing with Fellowship. Weta, the team of Weta got together with him. And wingnut and basically handmade a lot of stuff for that movie because they didn't have a big budget for Lord of the Rings when fellow until Fellowship came out and then all of a sudden he had the money for the other two movies.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I mean, so. that's the wonder wonderful thing about like low budget directors who get shit done. They figure out the cheap ways of doing stuff. It's so when so they get so historical. when they get a budget, they can come in under budget because they're like. Why are we doing this? We can just do it this way. Like, I remember, like, side tangent, I remember um, a story about uh, the Brendan Fraser mummy movie. Yeah. <clears throat> and there was, there was a scene where I think um, Arnold, Arnold Vosloo's uh, character, the mummy, uh, it, like, grabs Brendan Fraser's character by the throat and, like, lifts him up. And they're trying to figure out how to, to hoist Brendan Fraser up where you can't see anything and, and like, how, how to do it. And Arnold who, you know, had worked on a number of lower-budget films, was like, just get an apple crate and have him step up onto it as I lift him. Like, like a 50-cent piece of, of, of wood <laughs> uh-huh. in lieu of, like, a hoist... And cables that you would then have to digitally delete. He's just like, yeah, just get, just get the man an apple crate and let him step up onto it. Yep. Like, that's low-budget thinking. So,
1: it, it, it's low-budget thinking. It's so resourceful and yeah. versatile. Because you have to be versatile to have that kind of mentality. Oh, yeah. And almost easygoing. Mm-hmm. I just think he's the perfect person. <laughs> And I do want to make a note that this is the only one out of the four movies that we watched this month that doesn't have his baby mama in it. That's true. Uh, uh, Writing with Uh, him, at least. Fran Fran Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep, they've been together for many, many years.
1: Sometime after this movie, apparently.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's been co-writing with him like after this movie like cuz i think she worked on meet the feebles uh yeah co-writing she writing that yeah and then and then everything going forward i think from what mm-hmm. i could tell
4: yep
1: <clears throat> i looked for her because i love fran <laughs> she's also a perfect person
3: <laughs> shockingly well, i was i was hard on
0: myself like this is pro- this is also probably one of the first times uh for the show that all four movies for me are 10 out of 10s. Yes. Um despite that, uh I I it, bad taste didn't get any of the categories from me. Cuz I was I really hard on time. myself with without like doing ties. I, I was hard, I could have but if I if I if, I, if I, I knew if I had caved on tying anything the whole way down would have probably been four-way ties. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I don't um, want to do that.
1: I, I mean, I, it almost happened to me. It's not the entire way down. Yeah, me, I,
0: don't, I, I don't put the criteria I place on myself on anyone else. Everyone yeah. else is free to do that.
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it, for me, if I'm going to count all my four bangers, it's favorite kill. Yeah. Just pretty much... Every kill was my favorite in this movie. Um <laughs> story, it got into story as well as another four banger. Uh, Bad Taste got favorite movie poster because <laughs>
3: it remember, is a great
0: poster.
1: I remember going past this movie poster in a blockbuster all the time and sneak taking a look at it because Mary wouldn't let me get it and <laughs> let me get it one night and I was just so freaking excited. And that's the first and only time I watched it besides for this month. <laughs> um
0: there was a similar story for me only it wasn't bad taste it was dead alive. For years and years I would like walk past like I the 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 cover of Dead Alive would catch my eye in in the rental store and I would look at it and I just wouldn't rent it. Like I was allowed to rent it because like right. who who the fuck cares? <laughs> was was the concept uh, that I had at that point as far as parental guidance
3: Mm-hmm. But, I like, I would, I would
0: glance at it, and I'm like, that looks interesting, and then I'd go rent something else, and I'd come back the next week, and I'd be like, that looks interesting, I'd rent something else, and finally I rented it. <laughs> That's yeah, skipping
5: ahead to Dead Alive. Yeah, no, but, I mean, to to the same end, I remember uh, in my local vi- video store growing up, I remember seeing that poster as well, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I, w- I wasn't allowed to see such things at the time, and mm-hmm. by right. then, I, I you know, kind of really just long forgotten about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, for my categories, Bad Taste, the only one it got for me, I did give it Sleeper Hit because of, a overall, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting, and again, just the whole, what he does with the budget, like, is just insanely impressive to me. Like, that's, that's my big rave about the movie, just like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, like, well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: go Peter Jackson. <laughs> and
5: also as a little uh, addendum to poster things, I will say, I do like the Bad Taste poster, and also, I, you know, I like the Meet the Feebles poster. They're kind of spoilery, though. A little sure. bit. You know? I, I, yeah. don't, I don't much care for that. Other than that, I think they look good. But that was just something I noticed, too, because I was like, as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, well, when's that ballsack-looking guy showing up? Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The top of that, the top of the head on those, when I talked about him taking up space, the top of the head on those were a little flat because he was baking them in his mother's oven.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it didn't
4: quite fit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> of course. You gotta improvise. Yep. So yeah, you gave it, you gave it a favorite poster.
4: Mm, favorite poster... It got comfiest
1: movie. That was actually only a two-way tie. Yeah. Uh, most quotable, um, which also was a four-way tie. Uh,
0: <laughs> Understandable. Uh,
1: you know what? Favorite SFX across the board? I could not pick my favorite SFX from the man who created all his FSX. Uh, F, uh, that word. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Special effects. <laughs>
1: Yes. Uh, so that was a
4: four-banger tie. Um, yeah.
3: Effie, you gave it stuff.
2: I did. I gave it... Um, uh, I tied it for favorite, favorite death. The mm-hmm. Because, I mean, again, man, Derek.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, der- it, I der- just... They don't I just... Run. I just the Derek's. The Derek's do not run. But,
2: like... <laughs> I just I legitimately was in awe while also simultaneously being extremely grossed out. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect from
0: a film called Bad Taste? Like it yeah, delivers. It delivers Guys. on the title.
2: Oh god, it does. And 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 it's, it's it just and like it is disgusting and for me, that means I I might not rewatch it because like it does like I can just imagine the textures and I'm like, <laughs> again Bleh. Bleh.
1: no thank you Peter Jackson I won't be watching any of these again.
2: But... Oh, I, I, will. I will. watch Peter.
0: Peter, I'll watch them all again. I've watched I'll them all watch, many I'll... times. I'll watch them all again, Peter. Peter.
2: <laughs> Peter.
0: I know you're a billionaire, um, but you can come on our show. It's cool.
2: Um, but but I, Dead Alive is like my fave though but anyway (laughs) um uh and it also got um it got tied for most quotable asking me what it was i don't know how i judge what is most quotable is while i'm watching at the movie i know if whether or not i have said "Ah, ha, ha!" i could potentially remember that and then inevitably i don't but the chance that I go, ha, 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 I could remember that that gets most quoted If I watch I mean, this movie uh,
0: ten more times, that would become part of my day to day vernacular. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it'd
2: take me a lot more viewings than say, the average bear. Yeah. Um, but or I, you're me,
0: and that shit just gets dumped into the subconscious, and then you're quoting it semi regularly, and you've forgotten where it comes from.
1: I just made until the you rewatch of it. Of the Rings connection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> about most quotable. I got me to think and I was like, you know what? He really does have some quotable fucking movies cuz how many times do I say Lord of the
0: Rings is
3: those mov- those <laughs>
0: movies are hugely quotable. Yeah.
5: Yeah, we we did a a rewatch in January. And, uh, it's the first time I'd sat down and watched them in a little bit. And like, there's just so many times where I'm just like, that's a meme. That's a meme. That's a meme. That's a meme. Like, (laughs) yeah,
3: (laughs) or just casual, the,
0: the amount of time, the amount of times I hear, like just casual off the cuff, like Lord of the Rings lines quoted. Yeah. Just, just I mean, across the board, just like talking either to
4: me, yeah, either a million of them.
0: <laughs> e- yeah, either from fish or myself or just in general, like in the wild, you know, like yeah, th- those those movies are hugely quotable.
2: Meanwhile, I've watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood probably well over forty times now. We're and quoting I that still, too. I can quote it. Yeah, but I still, still have trouble not quoting the <laughs> like, it, it, well no but even then so like something i've watched so many times like i still can't get it right half the time
5: but so i'm, I'm okay i'm not
2: i'm not yeah. beating myself up for it i just know who i am i love yeah. Yeah. Of time in hollywood i i do but i still can't quote shit that's just not my that's just not my thing which is why i'm way more Lenient with my most quotable because I know I may not quote it, but I sure as heck know what you guys are going (laughs) to (laughs) remember. So, like, that's why it was so that way. That's why it was tied for me because uh, most quotable is really just not an applicable thing for me. That's not how I do. I'm like those t shirts you get that have the wrong sayings on them. Right. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's, um, I'm like. It is me. Like, I'm okay with that. But that's all right. I'm like the person that's like, you know, you always got to go to the green of the grasser, you know? Yeah, that's, like visit, that's yeah. the expression. Yeah, the four billy goats groove. You know, that's me. And I'm okay with that. And it's only going to get better as I get older. So but yeah, that's, that's how I do most quotable personally. <laughs> like, that, that's just how it has to work. Um, it didn't get anything else for me though. Um, Boone, Boone is aware as to what got most of my stuff. I, I have a detail. yeah, I can see all. I can see all.
0: I'm fucking god over here.
2: Calm down. <laughs> Not really. Calm. Down. <laughs> Calm yourself.
3: No. <laughs> It, move,
2: or,
1: or, it doesn't would, matter because I don't believe in a god. So
3: there you go.
0: Yeah, no, nobody believes in me. It's it's the worst. Wow. I have
5: oh, I'd have wait. I have. <laughs> Boons Boon the first scrub
2: lord. To... No, no, no. This is how you. This is how you get
0: followers as a as a you know.
2: Boons the first scrub lord. What did I tell Hello? you? Hello. Stop beating yourself up. Stop it. Stop. No. no, he's not beating himself up he's being I'm beating
0: conniving. myself off It's different Wait, hold he's on,
1: conniving. sorry Wow he's,
3: Anyway He
1: tried to twist my words on me
0: <laughs> Anyway It's almost
1: like you're an author
0: <laughs> I've never written a word in my life <laughs> Anyway Meet the Feebles uh-huh. Which was Nephi's pick Mhm. What you got to tell us about Meet the Feebles?
2: Do I really have to say anything about this movie? I mean, yes. For sakes, yeah. the explain yourself. <laughs> it's a movie about very inappropriate dolls doing very inappropriate things with very inappropriate each other. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, and that this movie gave us. Uh- I guess, for for all intents and purposes, I'm probably just going to refer to these guys as Muppets, because that's what they make me think of. Yeah. Uh, We got Muppet titties and Muppet Vietnam. Like... (laughs) Yep. You know? No,
0: no, I... Because you want any (laughs) more?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's the... As as a youth that grew up with the Muppets, like, I mean, it was the movie I've been waiting for my entire life,
2: you know? I... Watched this. Okay, so Meet the Feebles, catchy soundtrack. Yes. Uh, for for one. Um, but it's it's basically Peter Jackson, his crafty little wily ways, his his beautiful <laughs> his beautiful gray matter. Decided I want to make something. It's really inappropriate and really disgusting. And heck, I want to be as offensive as I can be. And I'm like, okay. All right. I gotcha. I gotcha. I went through that stage too. You're in right in the right age bracket, right in the right brain section for it. Let's go. Let's go. And he's going to do it his way, which is, of course, going to be as disgusting as humanly possible. <laughs> I didn't think Muppets could be disgusting. They can be disgusting. Oh, oh they uh, can be disgusting. <laughs>
0: They're foul creatures, the Muppet.
2: And. Yeah, so he, he you know, he does it he does it in a way where I think if he had had the budget to have people do this, he might have done it with people. Maybe. Who knows? He also really likes making things. But <laughs> just <laughs> I've got x amount of money to make this movie. I'm going to make this movie. I'm going to use puppets. We're yeah. going to have like a fairly short cast, but not only am I going to have a low budget, I'm still going to come into this late. I'm going to deliver late. Wait, what? <laughs> he delivered late. He delivered... This movie came in. What was it? It was slightly over budget, which, granted, it didn't cost... Uh, fudge, Where did all the prices go? I can never keep the... Oh, God. See, now I try and do... Now... Now, oh, the budget was a se- uh, 750,000 estimated. But um, apparently it was supposed to be i think closer to like 500
3: mm-hmm.
2: 500 or 400 and um, yeah, he went over budget and he went overtime. It was cuz he took <laughs> <laughs> just cuz he was being he was being himself, which isn't a bad thing. Um, it, it's just for for what is this? Is this his third movie? Second movie? Uh yeah. second, I believe. I can, yeah, I I think, I think it was bad it was... taste
0: and then this. <laughs>
2: well, technically this came out in if we if we're going by I think United States release, it came out in 95.
3: Oh yeah, no. The
0: the, the date I have on this one is 89.
2: Okay okay well yeah because it did technically it just it took forever to come over here oh yeah it doesn't
0: it's still pretty like of all of his movies like i think it's less obscure now but like back in the day like this was the one that like you know bad taste got a dvd release good luck finding meet the feebles yeah yeah he
2: was a little sus on this one (laughs) <laughs> it, it was. It, it, it was it, like so. We've got we've got basically it's a it's a variety hour show. So back in what would this be? With variety hours would have been popular in like the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah,
5: yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah, because yeah.
2: that's that's what I'm thinking. And so it's it's that kind of thing, like a a a Sunny and Share or, or yeah. something like that.
5: Partridge Family.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they're trying to be. And you've got. You know the Heidi to hippo, and she's this this opera singer, very uh, well endowed, madam.
3: <laughs> she got big that, titties.
2: She got big titties. Uh, that that is your very skilled singer, and and you know the crew that has varying levels of, I would say neuroses, but they're quite honestly at this point they're all just insane. Um, <laughs> yes. And then we Hespians, have nephew, Be more aware. Gosh, no. Yeah, this is just like <laughs> there's thespians and then there's severe mental I... illness. They all need help. I mean,
0: <laughs> this this is just this is just a peak production.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is
0: just a peak behind the curtains at your average, you know, theater show. That's this all is this why is. Why I
2: never would have survived in theater. I would have been like, I'm done. Oh yeah, we no, no, no. The, the
0: the theater crew is is crazy. Yeah. Maybe not this crazy.
2: No, I think this is a hyperball. This is definitely a hyperball. <laughs> but but, but,
0: but they, they go wild.
2: They do, and then we we have our. I'd like to say our main antagonist because this comes from this wobbit. Is kind of a, a wabbit. Wabbit. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Wabbit. You may be wabbit
1: to your friends, but you're fly shit to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- this, this movie, this movie's a lot to unpack, but it, I, what I think, what I, what I want to get, like, before, because there's a lot to unpack in this. Yeah. I figured uh, before, there Yeah. But before we, before we do that, I just want to say, like, what I meant by, like, uh, instead of saying that Wabut was our main protagonist, the reason why I say he's our main antagonist, because in a world the world that we're in right now that we are introduced to is very much a world that has already been corrupted. It's already dark. So the setting is is that he is coming in almost as a villain to what is already working in the back end to a degree. And he's kind of a catalyst for that, which is why I say, in a good way, he is an antagonist.
3: Yeah, but he's, he's
2: that's interesting. Yeah that's yeah. What I, See? Yeah, cuz that's what I thought because you I know, would you not
0: have considered world. that, but that's actually kind of kind of brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, I
1: thought of
0: like an anti-hero? Not even really an- cuz anti-heroes no, are like, like just... the, the gritty like they break the rules. I guess he's
4: not.
3: He's
0: but, not. But but he, he he is well at the very least he is the antithesis of everything yeah. all the other characters and the environment around him. He is in the current feeble verse. Yeah, yeah like, he I, he is I, I, the uh, polar opposite and he he kind of sows dissent. In in a, in a small way, there's a lot of different subplots in this movie.
2: Oh, there there is and they're all so horribly tragically interesting. Um, but like I I just I Waba is 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 just I he's just so nice. <laughs> and and he just needs to know, um, excuse me, what is my my inspiration?
3: My motivation
2: for <laughs> my inspiration <laughs> <for> standing God <laughs> at this at his post. <laughs> just Stopping an entire stage production. You don't even see him. You just see
0: the. Oh, that's just that's 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 classic. Like like uh, like actor, like cliche uh, of the actor. Like tell uh, turn in the direction, being like, "What's my motivation?" Like that. That's a classic.
2: Cliche. I know, but with but with Waba, yeah, and his little his little his little. I I don't even know what the, that is. That a? I think it's a that's... French poodle. Is that a no? I meant like his his speech. M- oh, is it a speech impediment? Or I think is it is. A, yeah, is yeah, that? yeah. Because okay. I mean, it's his character is listed
5: one? as Robert the Hedgehog. Is yeah, it, it, yeah, he's Robert.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I think it's the same. He pronounces one that...
5: his Rs as
0: Ws.
1: Yeah. The same one that's in, um, uh, knowledge. Uh, Mowage is what
0: yeah. brings us here right,
2: today. I'm yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm curious if that has, like, you know how, um.
0: A specific, like, classification.
2: Yeah, because, like, if you have a stutter, it's a It's,
0: it's a, a stutter, stutter, yeah.
2: Which is dicky. Yeah. <laughs> American language, dicky. Yeah, English is a <laughs> bastard.
0: But I and then And then there's lisps, but it's not even really a lisp. It's closer to a lisp than a stutter, but it's it's not exactly a lisp either also again, lisp, another example of English
3: is a bastard <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh oh wait i
2: have might might have an answer uh, is there a word for people. Pronounce R as
3: W. Yeah, I, I bet you there is, and I bet you it, it has several R's in it.
2: Because <laughs> wow, English, is, um...
3: because English is a bastard. Uh, one a
2: of dirty, things... dirty bastard. It, oh my God! It's uh, of course it is. It starts with an R.
0: Of course, I th- I called it. Yeah, English yeah. is a
3: bastard.
2: Rhoticism, or wow. I'm sorry, if you have the issue, it's wambasism. See, that wow. sounds better. Let's just
0: let's just uh, like collectively decide that that's what it's actually called,
3: and people who have the condition will thank us, and and, it, and it'll just sound better. Because it does. It just sounds better that way.
2: Oh my good lord. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently there is, long story short, there is, but uh, Meet the Feebles, yeah. So, um, (laughs) this movie was, it was a movie. Uh, It got scariest movie for me, but that's more because it made me extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Like, throughout 90% of it. 99% Ninety nine percent of it. it it's not a comfy movie. A no, and yet it's so part. bizarre
0: because it's 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 at the end of the day it's Muppets, mm-hmm. which is weird. That it's is like, weird, but oh, go on.
2: That is weird, but like also just the level of like into the into the uncomfortable they go in. They could have just left it as uncomfortable with just it being Muppets doing the do. Right? All yeah, right. I didn't. I need to know that Muppet. Well, I knew that. I. I know the internet exists, but it, like, we've got a Vietnam. Uh, Entire veteran. Vietnam flashback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's direct. Like, and it's like it's it's pulled
0: st- pulled straight out of Deer Hunter. <laughs> <Is this> right? <laughs> like it's literally just. What if deer hunter, but it was a muppet alligator?
2: <laughs> He's a lizard.
0: Oh, is he a lizard? I, I, I thought he was... Well, I mean, alligators are kind of lizards.
2: No. They're reptiles. They're yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. Thanks, fish. You're okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what fish said? Gorillas are monkeys. What, what's Listen, what's I
2: just the big didn't deal? Dinosaurs. I. I just assumed they were dinosaurs.
3: But yeah, I just,
0: like, I, I feel like... for Like, I've only seen Deer Hunter once, but from what I recall, like, that entire... Or a big chunk of it was just, like, ripped straight out of Deer Hunter. <laughs> Which, fuck me, Deer Hunter, that's that's an intense fucking flick. Uh. But, but if you've seen Meet the Feebles, you've seen, like... Pretty much a good chunk of the intensity of it, only in you know Jim Henson Muppet
3: Land version.
2: Uh, and was anybody else disturbed by the half elephant, half chicken <laughs> baby? <laughs> and yeah. I asked
1: disturbed how disturbed by everything in this
3: <laughs> movie? <laughs>
0: It's not not my child, I'm telling you. And then you see it, and it's like. your eyes. And the worm guy looks over, he's like, oh. (laughs) Oh, Oh, your eyes, Sid. Your eyes, Sid. (laughs) 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 And your trunk, and your ears, and.
3: (laughs) Your entire damn head. (laughs) No.
2: The fly. Oh,
0: the fly. What a what a wonderfully disgusting representation of or, a, of a tabloid reporter.
1: The fly in the yep. toilet scene made me realize mm, <laughs> Point this to the news.
0: <laughs> Cuz it's literally a fly on the wall. He's yeah. seeing everything.
1: Like except for the frighteners. I'll have one of these for every movie, but the fly in the toilet scene made me realize why in the world? I only watched this movie once in my life because the gross scenes are really
0: fucking gross. It is really <laughs> oh,
3: gross.
1: There is something sus about PJ on this one.
0: <laughs> but at the same, you can't you, like it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's just like it's it's absolutely disgusting, but it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's a fly. Of course, it's going to be in the toilet eating a turd.
1: Oh, but it's God. a fly. <laughs> have to look like actual turd but
0: but, oh but he makes it so disgusting
1: I get it no, <laughs> I, I'm actually not mad about him being sussies the kind of crazy where it's admirable
0: <laughs> it's like it's so it's so gross no one should be able to get away with it but he does it in such a way mm-hmm. that you can't argue with it you, it's just like it's like it makes too much sense to argue it's like well of course of course that's but, how it would be.
1: The masturbation scene while the rabbits were fucking. I was like, seriously, my nose <laughs> was seriously, PJ,
3: what the fuck? LMFAO? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> so gross. Uh, so,
2: So I have a couple little bits of, of like, trivia that I found, like, a yeah. lot of fun. So did anybody see Peter Jackson?
5: no not in this one no
2: no okay fish you said yes where uh i thought he was in the war
1: with his costume at one point i could be wrong
2: he was in uh he was actually he appears as himself and he appears in the in the audience wearing one of the alien costumes from bad taste
3: Oh. oh yeah. I missed
2: that. So
1: I got missed up mixed up on costumes.
2: Well, if you look a little bit closer, you'll notice he might be one of the few in the audience that's actually real. The rest of the audience is actually cardboard <laughs> cutouts. <cartoons. laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> I fucking love him so much. Uh, so, who did and just, also, can can you got me on a note? Did Boone, in your monologue, did you say that he didn't put himself in his movies a lot? Because it's quite the opposite. No, 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 no. Okay, I didn't. I didn't, didn't sure say it. that at
0: all. I, I one of the. I think what, when I when we were talking about bad taste, I said that it's probably his most prominent acting roles.
4: Not you, I'm because sorry.
0: he he loves throwing himself in his cameos. He's he absolutely every loves
4: every that. movie that he
1: ever made. I bet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but 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 it's usually just like he'll have a line at most. Whereas in Bad Taste he has like two full characters that he's playing.
1: Got gotcha. you. So I misheard. Yeah. Sorry Neffi, that just made me think of that cuz I was like, well, he is in his movies. No, he's he's of, he's <laughs> of,
0: he's of the Alfred Hitchcock belief of like, yeah, if you're the director, you got to give yourself a little cameo in every movie. And make, and make, he's not, he's not as elusive as Hitchcock. Hitchcock, you really had to hunt for him in some of yeah, those. No. Where, I whereas Peter,
1: Lord of the
0: Peter Rings, Jackson yeah. gives himself like a little bit more of a prominent, like, hey, it's, hey guys, it's me. It's your pal, Peter. <laughs> now look at this gross shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, um, other, other tidbit of information. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we all, we all know, um, uh, we all know that, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Uh-oh. Yep. That's, that's just what happened. So we all know he's a master of, of budgetary constraints, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And usually he's pretty safe. Um, but, uh, the ammunition... That was in the machine gun that yes. ID the hippo was firing. Uh, that was live ammunition. What?
3: Yep.
0: This they lunatic. Could not
2: find blanks.
0: Holy shit! This maniac.
2: Yes, he is fucking insane.
0: Ooh, I mean, to Peter. be fair,
2: do we? <laughs> I mean, they were why shooting muffins. I'm sure you're so. all wondering, like, why this even happened, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Japanese investors. Came in and were like, yeah, we'll make this.
0: Japanese investors, like, <laughs> contributed to, oh my god. Again, that makes so much sense. <laughs> that that explains not everything. No. But that explains something about how this movie could ever exist.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, uh,
0: Once again, thank you, Japan. Mm -hmm. For so many things.
3: (laughs) But also for Meet the Feebles.
2: It's... It's interesting. (laughs) It's definitely interesting. (sighs) It's not even that it's bad. It's just... It's a lot of movie and a lot of stuff thrown into your face all at once. Like, it's dealing with... Everything rough it possibly can think of dealing with from eating disorders to drug addictions to STDs. Like it it, it's to underground sex films. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we can just make it a snuff film. (laughs) Yeah, the
0: the allusion to snuff films, uh Organized crime, drugs, mm-hmm. PTSD,
4: basically so- everything.
1: That
0: sodomy. Of-
2: <laughs> sodomy. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> such a good song. <laughs> that was a good song. It's an so amazing nobody else- song. Nobody clapped for that, and I'm like, that's rude. That was a good song. Give that, give that little weird fox a on
0: top of all the other music,
2: wow.
0: like the the music in this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But but it was like and the music in all of these movies were amazing. But it it was like when I was when I was jotting making my picks, I was like listen, all the music was incredible. One of them even had a Blue Oyster Cult song in it. But only yes. one but only one of them had Sodomy. Yeah, I got to <laughs> give it to Sodomy.
2: I didn't I didn't honestly know what to expect when I came. Like when I when I coming to the, like I <laughs> I knew that there was a giant hippo with a machine gun. Yeah. I knew, but like that still didn't mean I knew what the heck was going like I had no idea. Like I I'd occasionally forget about Wabut throughout like the entire because there's a huge chunk of the movie that
0: he's not even a part of. Because yeah. no, right. there's up, so like, many subplots. Oh my subplots.
2: god, thank god you showed up. This movie was getting real dark. when I realized <laughs> what he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was the tension relief. <laughs> he was.
0: Because like, in the middle of all of the depravity, all of the disgusting things happening, there, there's this really wholesome little love story. Mm-hmm. In the middle of all of this, which is just Insane but wonderful.
1: <laughs> it's a play within a play.
0: Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
1: with the movie.
0: I also really loved, uh, like, when, when Robert is outside the uh, the the poodle's door and he sings her the song. Yeah. I really loved that song.
2: It was so it was such a good song. hmm It was such a good song. Like I, I on, like there were certain little key points. Like, granted, if you cut out all the bad stuff, it'd be like ten. It'd be five
0: minutes long.
2: Yeah. but (laughs) At best, with credits. I don't ever really want to watch it again. (laughs) But I would once it's re-released. Which, by the way, Mm -hmm. Mr. Peter Jackson, I think it was late last year, Stated that now that he's starting to wrap up the uh, World War II restoration thing, he is going back to use that same technology on his previous movies. And he is. I there saw was, that. Yeah, well, there were several interviews that were from like 2018, 2019. Yeah. He wanted to get into it, but he's taking care of those projects and he was still working on the documentaries. And now that he actually has time to do it and he's kind of had more time to mess with the. I guess the technology. He uh he's he's really excited to go back to it, but he's he's hoping sometime later this year, beginning of next year. Nice.
0: I, I did see that like he like like the the date I had uh attached to it was twenty eighteen, but that he wanted to go back and restore uh Bad Taste, Meet the Feebles and Dead Alive to uh four K quality.
2: Yeah, there was which an updated I'm excited review. For. Yeah, yeah. there was an updated, uh, interview that was done where, because people were like, yo, back in, I think that we, re- if it was, two, yeah, 2018, we both read the same review, but yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, he wants to go back and he's still doing them. Uh, the interview, the most recent interview I saw that he updated on that was, yeah, late to, uh, 2021. Nice. So he's still, he's still planning on going back to it. Um... But yeah, what did what did everybody else think? Of I'll shut up now.
0: <laughs> now nah, everybody going off tonight. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I love the Meet the Feebles. Is again, it's one of those movies that like it shouldn't exist. Uh, but at the same time, it's kind of been, I would say, incredibly um, inspirational to to other creators. Because now now Dirty Muppets is not really a, a new thing. Like you've got stuff like uh, "Don't hug me, I'm scared." Uh, I believe there was one, like like an R-rated puppet movie with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, there was the horror movie, I believe it was called Head, which was all uh, Muppets set in a uh, in a in a slasher type film and whatnot. I'm, I'm so so it's it's been done. It's been done several several times since then. But uh, this is the first one that I know of. And it goes probably the hardest of the ones that I've seen. Uh so in that sense, just like it's it's just wonderful
3: that it exists.
2: Uh oh also it's banned in Ireland to this mm-hmm. day. <laughs> Jesus. Damn, Ireland okay. banned
0: something. Holy shit.
2: Well, Ireland banned a couple of things. It Ireland probably banned a lot of things.
0: I, to be fair, that is me speaking out of turn, because I, I, I haven't actually looked into the, the ban it, movie ban situation in Ireland. But pretty much every movie, every country has got like certain things on their banned list. Yeah,
2: this one is this doesn't, on the banned this
0: list. This doesn't surprise me that this movie is on some country's banned list.
2: I'm surprised it's not on our banned list.
0: It may it have been for... That may,
2: viewpoints.
0: It, that may be why it took so long to get here.
2: Yeah, late eighties, early yeah.
0: If it, if it took like six years to get here,
2: that's about the point that, in time that could when have been. starting to get their mom jeans up in a bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh. Yeah, no, I, I love Meet the Feebles. <laughs> that's I, that's all I got. And
0: and, and the funny thing is, Meet
2: the Feebles. I don't know if that's I can say fair. I love it. I don't know if I can say I love. I respect Peter Jackson's movies. Right, I do his early movies. I love Dead Alive, but there's different. I just I
0: he he ta- he tape, he tapers off a bit with the, the I'm gonna use every frame of this movie to make you sick to your stomach mm-hmm. as he goes along, <laughs> which understandable because like he did it numerous times. Like and clearly he's he's a creative guy and he gets bored. He's going to want to try something else. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it, the, the interesting thing to me about Meet the Feebles is that like it's not, strictly speaking, a horror film. You know, but It I,
2: deals with real-world horror.
0: But, but I can't think of any other genre that it would fit into that it would be more welcome than in the horror genre. Like like are, are the musical theater people gonna welcome Meet the Maybe because some of, some of the musical theater people they they go again theater people they go hard, mm-hmm. some of them do, so I could see it having having they had some Avenue
2: love Avenue Q which was Avenue also... Q
0: also Dirty yep. Muppets yeah uh,
2: uh,
1: Avenue Q there's also like Cabaret
0: <laughs> right
1: like I mean just because it's Muppets doesn't mean <clears throat> anything because you have plays like that you have rocky horror picture show you have True. like i that's the but, closest what... <laughs> crossover that i can think
0: of the, that like actual like the hardcore like 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 music theater
1: so proud i, I the would probably why...
0: like champion this movie and, and welcome it in with open arms but like the the comedy people
1: yeah i like, would think so
0: not, uh, not not as much as the horror community i would say the the is there even real i mean there's there's got to be like a comedy movie community they're just not as vocal i guess or i'm not a, as much aware of them or, or just is, strictly speaking the musical movie community probably not so like so much but. I
1: would definitely think the the people who put on productions of the plays like because yes. every single one of these was an exaggerated version of that, yes. and the reason why I loved it so much is like I love plays, and it was it's not a new concept to play with in a play, but it literally was that. It's like a sneak uh, peek behind the screen yeah. or behind the literal curtain (laughs) yep and you get to see the manager of a a production stage who's trying to get his production crew to just fucking get up there sing your (laughs) song and then you have each and every actor being an actor and having so much more going on in their life that's ending up creating their their uh well of of uh theatrics <laughs>
3: right yeah
1: because because in art pain is art
3: <laughs> yep.
1: so
0: so that that's that's the one community i can see cherishing this movie as much as the horror community is is the theater community specifically mm-hmm. like, I, I could see I, like i've i've had interactions with the theater some of the theater people enough to know that like yeah they 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 hate nerds. Well they are, but like they're a special kind of nerd.
1: They're kind of the early hipsters. Like A
3: little people bit. are yeah. kind
1: of the archaic hipsters. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, they're so
4: now terrible. we're gonna get enough theater.
3: We're gonna get what?
2: What?
3: You said now we're gonna get
2: uh, I.
0: You already fears. lost it. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: it's it's a it's been a week. <laughs> it has been a week. It has been a week. My brain is at like 75 percent right now. Like, yeah.
5: what did you think, Kettle? Yeah. <laughs> what did you take away yeah. of meet the uh, It was very no. That's the thing. It was it was very interesting. Like it, uh, I don't know, just like a roller coaster of weird shit. Like uh i'm kind of in in the same boat of like i doubt i would watch it again but i'm glad i got the experience this time right um and and also i i guess i'm um, i'm happy that it's like it's one of those movies that it's like i'm happy it got made it's weird it's fucked up you know kind of offensive nowadays but whatever um but i'm happy that to this day he's still like yeah, I did beat the feebles. I'm not distancing myself from that. Look at my, look at my fucked up puppets. I'm gonna I'm gonna remaster that shit on 4K. Like. Right? Yeah. He, he actually
2: said in that later interview, like late 2021 interview, he was like, "If I had the chance to be disgusting again, if it was the right movie, yeah, I'd be disgusting again. Let's go."
5: I mean, I at this point, I think he could kind of yeah. do whatever he wants. So yeah, he is yeah. a he is a fucking billionaire now. So like yeah, yeah. yeah. He could yeah, he could fund it himself if
0: he wanted to. He probably could. I I would love that. Like I the, there we go. I set that as, uh, beside the the Robert Eggers. Yeah. Uh, complete creative control 100% dong. Actually, <laughs> edition <laughs> movie that whatever he would make. I want I want the modern era Peter Jackson gross out film. I want to see what he would do today. Uh, yeah,
5: I would like to see that and also uh uh, maybe an interesting thing would be like, okay, bad taste was twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, let's account for inflation, give him that amount now, and see what is like. You know, now he's got his more professional uh skills. Right. So it's like let's see what he could do with like a lower budget thing. That then would also be also, yeah, really then, cool. Then give him a yeah. Then give him a full creative gross out control, and then we can just compare yeah. and contrast. We can do Peter listen, Jackson on part two.
0: Listen to us talking about giving a billionaire
5: something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah. Well I'm not giving him anything. I ain't giving him studio, shit. <laughs> or it could be an arbitrary, hey, I want to do this with my own money. <laughs> or or, you know, I mean it it
0: could also be the Japanese. <laughs>
5: Apparently.
0: Maybe maybe they want meet the feebles too. Yeah. We never know.
5: Oh that that was another fun thing, because 'cause we were uh talking about like the music and all of that, which I mean obviously for me that won that, that uh mm. that one. But I was curious, because I, I do like the vinyl and stuff. I was like, oh, are these available? Uh, right. They did get some, er- like, one pressing. Like, there's a picture disc of both Meet the Feebles and Bad Taste. I think both Ooh. came out in probably in, like, 1991, it looks like, on this, right. uh, on this German record label. So and they're probably,
0: like, $1,000 a disc.
5: Not that bad. So the Meet the Feebles one, the lowest price for one is 75 bucks. That's not bad. I didn't think that was too bad either. Now, the bad taste would, on the other hand, 421 is the one okay, I am asking for for that okay. right now. So that's a bit more. However, I think that's also somebody highballing it, because looking Probably. at the price history, the highest that it's sold for officially was 175, and it last sold of January of this year, so I think someone's really just trying to highball it. Yeah. Yeah, Man, um, so 75 is for,
0: for Meet the, the feeble soundtrack on vinyl, like... Yeah, yeah, I I I I I'd throw I throw down. I'd yeah, put, I'll post I'd the
3: put links here. Hey. Uh, well, it got a couple of
0: things from me. It got sleeper hit because again, this is one of those ones that like this was the obscure, hard to find Peter Jackson movie, even when like his earlier stuff was being released. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, fi- so it was hard to track down, and then finally getting to see it, it, it was. It, it is the mo- it is an experience, un- mm-hmm. unlike any other I have seen before. So for the e- and even stacked amongst his other films, it's still just such a unique, wild experience that that it's sleeper hit for me and also uh, favorite music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they got music and quotable from
5: me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, yeah, the dialogue
3: in this was also amazing. Um. Uh, see, Nefi, did you do yours?
2: I did.
0: mm-hmm Yeah, scariest and favorite yeah. music and tide for special effects.
2: Oh yeah, because I'm always a big fan of like puppets and yeah. like in general, like the the practical effects and where it's like well done practical effects and the fact that this was done for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. Also, Heidi was voiced by a dude. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, okay,
2: that was the greatest part. And then also, and just so you're aware, when we do get, eventually get the remasters, the film was shot with a standard 16 millimeter color film stock, mm. which has TVD monitor monitor aspect ratio of four three or 1.33 uh, 1. to uh, to one to one. Yeah. So all VHS and DVD editions look like they are a, are a pan and scan are really full screen.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it looked like they were intentionally full screen to me. Yeah, that's,
2: yeah they're just full That's just what they are. Yeah. <laughs> there, they there, there, there have been
0: films that are just filmed that way, especially older yeah. films or, or lower budget films shot on like 16 millimeter and whatnot, because that's just the, the aspect ratio that they, they had.
2: Um, and then also, this served as inspiration for the Australian children's television series, The Ferals, for 1924.
3: Okay.
2: According to one of the creators, Wendy Gray, Peter Descent, who composed the film, also provided the score for the series.
0: <laughs> oh, well now I gotta it didn't watch.
2: last very long.
0: Now I have to hunt down an Australian children's show.
2: It ran from 94 <laughs> to 95, and it was produced by ABC for Australia. <laughs> That's
0: incredible.
2: Yep. The, uh, the puppets in it are equally as haunting as Meet the Feebles.
0: Oh my god, I have to find this show now. What, what did you say it was called?
2: The Ferals.
5: Okay. 1994. Yeah, I've not heard of that. No. Neither have I, mean, I, I until I the research. so No.
2: It's shocking,
5: I know here. that
0: I'm not Australian, but I'm not. How yeah. am you! I just, I'm gonna, I want to go on record now. Oh, yeah, I'm looking I'm at
5: those gonna, things now. I see it. Australian. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh my, yeah, those <laughs> are a bit <laughs> creepy looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and they also like look just like paranoid at the same time. It's like they look like I don't know, just all haggard and like mm-hmm. I don't know, but then at the same time, just like had that panic look of like. Ah! <laughs> Cracked out? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, fish? By your... uh,
4: it got t-
1: tied favorite kill for the man-stealing slut and everybody else for that matter. Man-stealing slut?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um,
4: it was in favorite stories. Uh... scariest movie because it scared the shit out of me at
3: points
4: (laughs) like i literally
1: i another reason i don't think that i watched this beyond having watched it once when i was younger was the the fucking puppet scared the shit out of me
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that dying rabbit
1: well it might have been the most innocuous one and it was the uh the worm that freaked me oh, out. Oh, the more. worm guy! I, I I liked him now that I watched right. it a second time, but when I was younger, he freaked me out and gave me nightmares.
0: He's <laughs> like he's like one of two likable characters in the movie.
3: <laughs>
1: Something about the way he looked. He was like a gray he was color. Like a and little his eyes were worm just guy. weird. Yeah, it was weird it freaked me out um yeah but out of all of them it's the one that scared the shit out of me (laughs) the
3: most
1: it was psychologically scary too she fucking snapped
3: right (laughs) you can see
1: her snapping Yeah. and the whole Vietnam thing and and, and, yeah uh most quotable uh let me show you why
3: uh
1: well i said one of them you may be well, but to your friends to uh to your friends but you'll fly shit to me yeah <laughs> in two years i'll be 18 i went motherfucker you're 16 <laughs> <laughs> uh...
4: vix vapor rub vix vapor
3: rub <laughs>
1: The hooker prize and the anal antics had a certain ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> had a certain ring to the oh anal dear. antics. <laughs> oh, dear. And eat lead, you man eating slut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a stealing slut. Uh, where else did it get from me? It left off at most quotable uh, sleeper hit because I remember watching this when I was younger, not liking it
3: because <laughs> it <like laughs> to me out.
1: And I did actually like it this time that I watched it with my adult brain. Um, it was the worms. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird because he was the one that freaked me out. I it, And I think the animation portion of it, like the way they animated him, I know he was just a puppet and he had like almost... There was just something off about it. It, it was too close to claymation for me and sometimes claymation really freaks me out. It's,
3: uh. it's that
1: whole um, irrational... Uncanny Valley. Do we not movement. ever watch
2: *Wolf uh uh Wolf House.
1: Listen, I had a guy come crawling at me on the floor. It was a half man. <laughs> 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 at a horror show. Like, that's probably the worst fucking thing that could have happened to me, because I almost kicked a man in the face that <laughs> night. Oh. Uh no, he, But like creep like weird crawling, weird stop motion, weird claymation motions, sometimes like that for some reason some motions about it freak me out and make me go Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is another reason why i think i put this down as scariest um of course favorite sfx because i already said i can't
3: (laughs) yeah
4: i can't like pick a favorite yeah that was it okay i had a list y'all
3: Oh, fuck, it's a mix.
0: Released in New Zealand on August 13th, 1992, before jumping over to the United States on February 12th, ni- or 1993. Three. Yeah, Yeah, that should be a three. Don't write 1992 twice past me, you idiot. It confuses present me. And fucks up the entire intro. Braindead, aka Dead Alive, is, in many people's opinion, the goriest movie ever made. I think I saw an article uh that uh, it is it has since been dethroned, technically, uh by by the Evil Dead remake, which if any movie was gonna topple it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go, Evil Dead remake, well done. Gorier than the Saw films gorier than Mel Gibson's religious torture-porn experiment Passion of the Christ, gorier than Saving Private Ryan. And yet, despite this overabundance what? of crimson splooge, the BBFC, when tasked with raiding the thing, damn near gave gave it a 15 certificate, which is uh, roughly their equivalent of a PG-13. What? because they found it all so over-the-top and so damn funny that they simply saw nothing offensive about it. Now, they eventually did give it an 18, but the idea that the goriest film ever made not only wasn't banned outright, but almost rated so, was almost rated so that teens could go see it is amazing. Now, that wasn't the case everywhere. Germany, in particular, was not a fan of this film. A 94 minute version of the movie with a lot of gore cut out didn't do particularly well and later returned under the American title with even more of the gore cut out. But the uncut version and even some of the edited versions of the movie are outright banned in Germany. It's illegal to show the film publicly there. It was also banned in South Korea and Singapore. It used to be banned in Finland too, but it was resolved in 2001 with the release of the uncut film. Now, in the U.S., where it was released as Dead Alive because there was a conflict with another flick called Brain Dead, a psychological horror flick from 1990, we got two versions. An unrated cut at 97 minutes and an R-rated version that's only 85 minutes long and has a whole lot of the gore just snipped right out of it. But even the 97-minute cut isn't the full movie. The full movie is 104 minutes long. So even when we get the unrated cut, it's not always the full cut. And now, news that will likely not surprise anyone who's been keeping tabs on how it tends to work out with undisputed gold standard classics, especially in the horror genre, Dead Alive bombed at the box office, bringing in just under $250,000 against a $3 million budget. But like with so many of these stories, the audience would find Dead Alive, and when they did, they loved it. And now for a great little trivia nugget. And and Fish, you you may have to uh, assist me or correct me on this a little bit, but the Spanish title of the film is Tu Madre Ha Comido a Mi Pero, which literally translates to Your Mother Ate My Dog. Pretty much, but not all of it. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) <laughs> well, not, not all of it yeah. <laughs> your mother ate my dog that but I love I, I, saw, I saw that I, I love the, the, that in Spanish the, the title is literally just your mother ate my dog
4: and you did very well oh thank you mm-hmm.
0: I practiced it in my head a couple of times so Dead Alive this was, this was my pick um, it Is definitely it wasn't my first Peter Jackson film but it, like I said, this is one of those ones that I saw it on the shelf at the at the rental store time and time again and just for some reason did not ever pick it up for one reason or another, even though I kept getting drawn to the cover. Um, and I think it was eventually like a friend of mine recommended it to me, not even necessarily because they had seen it, I don't think, but because it it looked like the sort of thing I would like. Um, and, and in retrospect, I realize it was kind of a suggestion, a disparaging suggestion implying that, that I liked garbage. (laughs) And it was the sort of trash that I, that I would like, which, you know, not untrue. Uh, I do like garbage, but, but this is, this is A-tier garbage, goddammit. Uh, and yeah, no, I, so I rented it eventually... Fucking loved it, uh, especially, like, it was around the same time that I finally got into, like, the Evil Dead films, uh, so, that, like, and there's a lot of, like, if you like the Evil Dead movies, you'll like Dead Alive, uh, cause there's a, there's a lot of similarities, the same kind of slapstick, uh, humor to them, the, the overabundance of gore, uh, the, the wacky camera effects and whatnot, uh... So yeah, I, I absolutely love this movie. Uh, and watching it through again—it's been a long time since I've seen it. So getting to rewatch it again was was a delight. I uh, picked up on a few things. One, first off, this is the 104-minute version. This is the full, uncut version we we
2: watched. Oh yay!
0: And I picked up, I picked up on this about midway through when I realized there were there were little scenes here and there that I had no memory of whatsoever. Um, like specifically, uh, like the intro of of uh, the Queen and, and the God Save the Queen uh, music playing, like that right. that was never in any version I had seen previously. <clears throat> which ties back into later in the film when uh, Lionel is mowing down the zombies, quite literally, and he turns the picture of the Queen to face the wall so she doesn't get splattered in gore.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that that that's a thing that like pays off way later in the movie as to why that's there, I guess. Uh, but uh, the the other snippets that I remember remember seeing for the first time were, we're in the party, the, the guy, the, the character that is going on and on about pedophiles, that, that guy was not in, in the versions of the movie I had seen before. Uh, the nurse and the priest zombies reuniting midway through the party scene to once again, have sex. I had never seen that before and and getting impaled together. Um, and the part where uh, Paquita—I'm saying that name horribly wrong—but but the fee- the the lady not. and the other—am I not? No. Is it is it Paquita? But, yeah, Paquita? It's
4: Paquita. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Paquita.
0: But but her and uh, the the chick with the glasses uh, ripping the punk's legs apart like a wishbone and using them as weapons—like I had never seen that before—and <laughs> and a few other little things along the way. So like that was super cool. Um. Another thing I, I probably didn't pick up on or don't remember picking up on is, is the intro where they get the, the Sumatran rat monkey. Uh, it's, it's set on Skull Island, mm-hmm. which we all know is the island where King Kong lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and Peter Jackson would later go on to, make, to remake King Kong.
3: Uh, oh. and, it,
0: and, in King, and in his remake of King Kong, on the, when they're transporting Kong over on the boat, there's, there's a box, a crate in the, the cargo hold of the boat, that says, uh, Sumatran Rat Monkey, be careful of the bite.
2: So he ties <laughs> it back to Dead Alive. Oh my god.
0: Uh, oh, something so
2: adorable. <laughs>
0: what a little bit of trivia that i did know uh Forrest j ackerman uh who, who's known as like he was a huge lover of monster movies and, and and horror stuff he has a cameo in the film he's at the zoo he's the guy who takes a photo of lionel's mother stomping the rat monkey before looking grossed out that guy that, that's mm-hmm. that's Forrest j ackerman uh, and then, and then on top of that, and the reason why I got most quotable, I forgot how many amazing quotes there are from this movie. Just like the, from the mother, go annual meeting, annual meeting. It's the W L W L. And of course, of course, your mother ate my dog. Not all of it. <laughs> this is amazing, amazing line. I don't sell sedatives, tranquilizers. I do have. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I used to have a that's... shirt with that on it. Uh, uh, that's my mother you're pissing on.
1: That's my mum you're pissing on. <laughs>
0: yep. And then, of, cor- of course, the uh, the the kung fu priest. This calls for divine intervention, and I kick ass for the Lord.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> Just so many amazing lines and amazing you characters. Got...
1: Every single one of my quotes I wrote down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was So good, and and that's just the ones I listed. Like there's there were more than I just it was like... also oh, also was a also a final one party when it when Lionel busts in with the with the um the lawnmower strapped to him. Party's <laughs> over.
1: Party's over. <laughs> um it it was also a little bit slapstick too, like oh, grabbing the greaser sure. by the balls and then. Look, having him like look like he was humping the ground. That was, yes, like, my one of my yes. favorite freaking kills in all the movies. I I love
0: that zombie because like he, he was such like like a, a a like a sad little kid. Mm-hmm. Like he kept getting stuck on things, and he'd make these faces where he's just so upset. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a little
3: little tantrum throw, throwing child. <laughs> um but yeah yeah, this is one of those like i could just go on and on and on and
0: be like be like i love this i love that i love this i love that um so so other people talk about it i said i said my piece i want to hear what other people thought about it
1: it was definitely psycho meets night of the living dead meets roger rabbit
3: yep (laughs) i can see that yeah
1: And I'm sure you have, like, more convergences that it might remind you of, but New Zealand humor is highbrow. Mm -hmm. It's a hell of a lot funnier than British highbrow humor.
0: (laughs) And also it's Peter Jackson, so he's just going to get messy with it. Of course! (laughs) He's not going to hold back. Also, I love Peter Jackson's cameo in this as The Undertaker's assistant. (laughs)
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh... Eating the
3: sandwich that's covered in formaldehyde.
4: Uh, he's eating a carrot in
1: Fellowship. <laughs>
0: that's also oh true. Also still covered in formaldehyde for some reason. It makes less sense in that movie, but he insisted.
1: Well, we, get his burp, we get his burp in that one.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs>
5: Little kid me would be happy that the poster that looks so cool lived up to the hype, like finally seeing as an adult an adult like this right. This movie was yeah, just a pure joy ride of like chaos and gore and silliness and like Yeah, I, I get the thing with like, oh why it's like it's like rated R, but it is very much It's just like hey, you know, like yeah, thirteen year old kids, uh, you know It's it's, it's just, almost it's just zombies. Like it's yeah. fun.
0: It's 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 almost like, you know, not not too terribly different, I mean, far gorier by by every stretch, but, like, not too sure. terribly different than, like, you know, Ren and Stimpy episodes. Right. In terms of grossness.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just that it looks so real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, again, the effects,
5: top tier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all, I like, I love all of the effects throughout this entire movie, like, it's all mm-hmm. fantastically done.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I had to look away with the
3: ear sliding off and into the, the, the custard. Yeah, into oh the custard. yeah. <laughs> mm,
5: delicious custard. No. I haven't had a good custard in years. She won't make the stuff. <laughs> I I don't get. So it's like, yeah, that happens. But this man sitting there, just with his eyes closed at a dinner party, like. Mm. Yum yum yum, it, like even without <laughs> the ear, that would be kind of a like, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what are you, you fucking weird man?
0: He's like, he really <laughs> liked custard, and he hadn't had any in years because she wouldn't make the stuff. Like, the, well, we're maybe established.
5: Gomez could learn a thing or two if he wanted to, badly. Or yeah. he could go to a store.
0: Well, I mean, this was this was set in like the 1950s, so gender roles hadn't expanded to the. Oh uh, yeah, enlightened. That was actually era something we are
5: now that did take me a little bit to catch on to, just because it's like. I, I didn't really, like, think anything of it, because, like, oh, yeah, it's an older movie, yeah, yeah, whatever, but then it's, like, it clicked with me, i like, oh, yeah, this is actually, like, set kind of far back.
0: Yeah, which I always forget, too. Like, yeah. I forget that, like, that opening, like, uh, title card it establishes it in the 1950s, and, like, everything, like, about the aesthetic and what people are wearing and, mm. and, and the cars and everything, like, lends to that. But for some reason, despite that, I always just assume that this is, like, in the 80s or early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> like,
5: yeah, I, I, I... Like, it weirdly I has, it has that weird unquote, timeless...
0: Yeah, it had that weird time... Or, or today, even. Like, it has this weird timeless quality, even though it, it's not, like, a fault of the movie, like, not being period correct in any sense. No but but for some reason it feels like yeah
5: that could be like yesterday that happened over in Wellington you know <laughs> mhm i i could place it more like up to the 90s but like kind of once you hit the era where it's like cell phones and computers then it'd be a, true, bit, a bit more noticeable true. i feel like but yeah. yeah i i definitely thought it was yeah it was like early 90s until it was like oh yeah it was definitely not <laughs> Yeah,
0: even though there's so many signs that that it's definitely, because, like, the party, and, like, what everyone's wearing at the party, and what they're listening to, and they're listening to radio shows, and whatnot, yeah, it's yeah. like, that's that's definitely a 50s thing, but... Oh, for sure. For some reason, I'm just like, yeah, that's... that's 1990. Like, it just, it, for some reason, it just didn't click in my head until I, it, n- it never clicks in
3: my head until I, I read something that I'm like, oh, right, this is technically set in the 50s. Yeah. Uh, Neffy, you said you liked this movie.
2: Yeah, I actually really enjoy watching this every time I do watch it. Um, It's gory, but like, I think just the way it's handled, it just didn't bother me nearly as much probably because it starts with a very like everything the way it's done is great but it's it's still a very recognizably fake rat well done
0: Right. well moved and also yeah and also at one point it was a stop motion rat so did that bug you? Yeah. fish
4: mm-hmm. actually that's a good point because um a lot of this
1: didn't bother me as far as <coughs> the animals went because they were so clearly animals. Um, right. I did flinch a little at the stuff being done to it because for the same reason that the air, the ears sliding off into the custard was stomach churning for me
4: mm-hmm. is
1: because like it, it is very fake, obviously, but it still kind of looks so real that it gives you a little zing. Uh, right. But it did. But like, I didn't have to like look away. It just made me go Ugh. right. <laughs> uh, because I imagine it. I'm very tactile when it comes to images. So seeing something like that, like I almost turned into a Peter Jackson movie myself a few times. <laughs> Yeah, no, it didn't really bother me too much. It just gave me just a little, "eh, don't do that." And then,
0: (laughs) what are you doing,
4: (laughs) Peter Jackson? (laughs) Damn it,
0: (gasps) Peter.
3: But yeah, you were saying that. Um, we've taken her off her
4: track,
2: damn it.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I saw, I saw a little segue aside.
2: It's gone. It's all good. Um, <laughs> you were talking about the rat.
3: Yeah.
4: And how well he.
1: Did no,
2: with the no, it's it. it's it's fully gone. Um. No, but it got favorite story for me. Um. As well as favorite kill. Uh, the the lawnmower scene is just fantastic. It, uh, it
0: brings new meaning to the expression expression mowing them down.
2: <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but I, I genuinely just like, I don't know. I, I, I think it's uh, that like slice of life meets horror. Like mm. you already know how I feel about slice of life stuff. It's just cozy for me, right? So that's also why I got comfiest movie. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, at the end of the day, it's just this dude trying to live his life with his really awkward mom <laughs> yeah, overbearing so awkward. tyrannical
0: mother yes, yes
2: dictator <laughs> um but like and like it's, it's got so many cute elements to it and then there just so happens to be some peter jackson nastiness in there mm-hmm. like it just showcases his talent really well that like mm-hmm. he can write really interesting characters that have nothing to do with the horror at first.
3: Right. And then
2: they get put into a really horrific situation. <laughs> Such as the thirty foot tall mom.
0: <laughs> Zombie mom.
2: Oh with their big god. old udders hanging out. Oh god. And like, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you, put him, you put him into that situation and they just they they yes he sees what they do and it's just really cool that he does that and, and it shows why I think he was such a good, like, this one especially shows why I think he was, well, actually, all of them, Meet the Feebles does, Bad Taste. He does a really good job of showing a viewpoint and, uh, from different angles, showing the same story, but from different angles, from different perspectives. And right. if you think about what Lord of the Rings is, is it is a long story mm-hmm. from multiple perspectives happening kind of around the same time. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. And he does that to varying degrees in all of these movies. So when you look at that, and you look at his early works, and you take away all the gore and the disgusting stuff, and you actually look at his inner mechanics, much how like you look at uh, Sham uh, Shyamalan-, Sh- Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Hey. There and is. you know, yeah. And when you when you look at him, and you go, okay, Sh- Shyamalan, you should not do big world stuff but if he sticks to the small world stuff he does wonderfully like i granted i have not seen anything that i don't think <clears throat> peter jackson has done well even if i don't want to watch it again right but like he he really does and th- that's not an easy thing to do in my opinion hmm um and, and the fact that he did it just from the get go with bad taste and and then continues it just continues to be a strong point but like that's what I was telling you about like I saw an inst- interesting correlation and I see why, um, he he was elected for Lord of the Rings he really deserved it because honestly you've got the entire Fellowship you've got to tell a story from as well as as the uh, the, the plethora of other situations going down. Um, Yeah. 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 So,
1: like, it's like what I was saying before. Like, he, you can see in these earlier works, like, it's going to be hard for me not to compare things to Lord of the Rings because that's the one that I watch the most. But you can see, like, early Peter Jackson in, uh, like, or or later Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson in these early works. And it's like, because he really still does some pretty gross shit
3: yeah oh yeah <laughs>
1: lord of the rings like as, oh, yeah. as as well
0: as as incredibly impressive and unique uh, uh
1: camera, ca- camera
0: styles as well well the whole like, thing yeah.
1: well look at what you've got with lord of the rings you've got him because he petitioned to do lord of the rings like he begged for it to be made and he started it with his own money
2: um, oh see i didn't i didn't know that like picked like he was in in this case, then he was correct. Petition that like I feel like I I don't yeah. think there really would have been anybody else who it's... would have given it the heart that it exactly needs. like yeah. it, it like I'm not a Lord of the Rings hardcore fan. I have now officially can say though that I have I have listened to The Hobbit. and listened to an audiobook. book. Great, it was done by the British uh, theater group, I believe. Um, but I was I was listening to that, and he, it takes a lot to transform that into cinema, especially considering that they walk a lot. And he did a really good job. Of well, and once that he again, they walk a lot.
1: Once again, he was very respectful to the estate that he was working with to be able to film um mm-hmm. something that wasn't his. Right. Um, yeah, and and still make it so much of his own, and like with the camera effects. We're we're talking about a guy who, again, created from an early age with molds and and plasters and things like that, and then ended up, you know, coming up with these ideas of what an orokai should look like. What does an orc look like? What does this specific elf look like? Like, and he also pretty much starts off the whole CG effect with what he did with Gollum. Like, of course there's CG in movies before then, but he, what he did with it, what he created with it, was unique only to Peter Jackson. And it still holds up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Gollum still looks fucking good. I mean, yeah. you could tell he's CG now, because, I mean, our eyes are so trained to this <clears> high <throat> definition's... That we've come to know and love, but he still looks fucking amazing. Andy Serkis looks amazing against that green screen. Smog even looked amazing, yeah. um, which is yeah, quiet. no,
0: even that's that's a testament to Peter Jackson. Even when he does CG, the CG looks really good, and and it not even so much that it looks really good; it looks like it's it's a physical presence in the yes. scene which well, which, we'll, which we'll get into he takes in the front
3: his
1: space he mm-hmm. takes up his space like uh, I mean I I love that I'm like yes you are someone who enjoys the art for what it is and making it your own and giving back just as much as you're taking so also yes it's no wonder that you were the only one who would be able to do the Beatles documentary because that's the total <laughs> mindset honestly that literally is is what the beatles were what they sang about <laughs> right so, and as i, I recall just...
0: like he he convinced uh the surviving beatles to let him do that as well
1: yes yes um so this
0: is the story of peter jackson it's just peter jackson convincing people to let him be peter jackson
1: <laughs> exactly and to be peter jackson with him because yeah from what i understand like so i listen to um The Friendship Onion, which is a podcast that Mary and Pippin, Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd do, and they literally just recently had um, a writer for Lord of the Rings. His name is escaping me, but I talked about him when we said we were going to do this month. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the interview they were having, Peter Jackson is just so excited and works so tirelessly to get his vision done and he's just so happy to do it. Like you, like he didn't get any sleep. He would always be on set in Lord of the Rings uh, from what everybody on set says, right. but they put the actors put in what he was giving. If Peter's going to get like two hours of sleep, I'm not going to complain <laughs> about breaking right. my two toes. or breaking <laughs> my teeth. Um, Well, I mean, that's, you
0: know? That's a lot of filmmaking too. Is just like like you know the director is you know the captain of the ship in a lot of ways. For so sure. so so if you see if you see your captain willing to lay down life and limb, he's
3: then, an amazing then, leader. Then
0: then you're a lot more likely to be like, well, if he's willing to do it, like I'm willing to support him.
1: Yeah, and that's any leadership or her or position. them or whatever. Yeah, that's any leadership position and what if what is not a leadership position but a director but yeah. also like it's the way he does it it's the Peter Jackson way he does it he literally goes around convincing other people to Peter Jackson with Peter Jackson
0: <laughs> hey come pe- <laughs> hey, come be Peter Jackson with me but you're Peter Jackson but so can oh, you, you be
1: <laughs> oh you can't come that's okay I'll just play your role and I'll be <laughs> Peter Jackson against Peter Jackson oh fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i'll dangle myself off a cliff
1: <laughs> so yeah no i totally agree neffy like i'm i'm in that 100 percent. like he the, and that, again that's why i picked him because he literally is my favorite <laughs> Which is
2: why, why you should be even more excited for your remasters of his gross movies because Hell yeah. not mm-hmm. only are you getting a remaster no no nay nay you're getting a redo you know, the you, you saw Kit's fish saw the documentary and how beautiful it looked. That Which is techn- one? Uh, the, the Beatles documentary. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, how beautiful it looked. And the World War. Uh, I want to watch his World War documentary.
0: Yeah, I want to um, see his documentaries. I like meant to in prep for the show, but I, I didn't have time.
2: That technology is what he used to restore all the photos, and it's gorgeous. Mm. it is and that's yeah it's gorgeous so he has that a the reason why lord of the rings still continues to look good and when you get 4k fish um oh, that's
1: what i was just gonna say just give wait till i can uh, <laughs> uh, obtain 4k lord of the rings first and
2: well when he started lord of the rings he integrated his technology <laughs> that he used to restore all those photos into all the movies he's done with the exception mm-hmm. of course his his old ones But so that way, every time it gets updated to a newer viewing, it keeps up, basically. Yeah, Yeah. he
1: did 4K. Like, Lord of the Rings was the first thing of his that got 4K. So, like, you know, I can't wait. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, I, I mean, honestly, that's something, like, I'm, again, to his test, a testament to how much I love him is he's one of those directors that, like, I pretty much... If he's done it or I see his name on it, I kind of just want to watch it because I know he's not going to disappoint me. He keeps it going. He keeps dialing the needle. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. And for sure. Well,
2: and the, the other and thing for fun, what, too. <laughs> well, that technology that was being used to restore is what he's going... So it's not just simply a re-release of... He's restoring them. Yeah. I can, he's going to yeah. fully restore them. Like, no, I'm just driving this home. That, like, you're going to get it pretty yeah like i'm S- super so hd
0: shiny no yeah i i, I need to see dead Eye. i i need to see all of them quite frankly
2: right i'd watch. But, i'd rewatch bad taste again
0: i, for, I mean in, in pretty yeah no i i need to see see this like like mm-hmm. i saw um like like when i watched uh, when i f- first got into like blu-ray tech and i think like one of the first ones i watched was like the the first crank movie and like i'm like i can count the, the number of stubble hairs on Jason Statham's chin.
3: <laughs> Holy
0: shit. Like, I, I want that experience, but with the Peter Jackson films.
3: Mm-hmm. Because they're
0: already can... so visually amazing.
1: Yeah. And you can tell the difference when he does something um, between versions of, like, lord of the rings like so my original versions from when they first came out on dvd you can see like there's a green in the background of fellowship like it's just a green tint and he talks about this too uh but when he switched it over to the gold box that i have now um that green tint goes away and right. kettles only told me great things about the 4k and there will be one day my friend where i will come <laughs> up there and we will mm. we will marathon
5: <laughs> yeah, it, it is it is quite good because it's it's one of those like even though the movies are like 20 years old there's there's some parts where you can kind of see stuff fuck like, you yeah, don't say over, that overall it's it still Shut looks up. uh Overall, quite fantastic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I believe Fellowship is now 21 years
0: Shut next. the fuck
1: up. It's old enough to drink.
5: Shut up. It, I mean, it will become like the fall, because we wouldn't always like the fall time when they came out. Uh, no, holiday. it was
1: around Christmas time. Fellowship was first, yeah. so Two Towers is turning 21 next, because they came out a year apart from each other.
0: Listen, I, I don't believe those movies are old enough to drink, but I believe I am old enough to drink, so I'm going to take a fucking sip.
5: I'm going to do there that too.
4: Go. Hell Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and I mean, <clears throat> he himself is going to transcend time. Like 20 years down the road,
1: we're going to be like still talking about Peter Jackson movies. Oh, and yeah. I really, I mean, I know why. That I for him. <laughs> in, in the long run, in the long run, he's just a big happy fan, and he's just so. Respectful at that, like he has a power and he uses it for good. And I'm like, again, you're the perfect fucking human that ever existed in the existence <laughs> of humaning.
0: He, he reminds me a bit of uh, Guillermo del Toro in that way. Mm-hmm. Or, or yes. like, I, like I, they they seem similar in the fact that they are they are just so happy to create. Yeah, and you can see that happiness. Um, and
4: nothing
1: can all, touch in it. The,
0: in the movies. You can see and, how happy they are to be creating in the movies they make.
1: And it's it's impermeable. Like, you can't touch that happiness. Like, he's just happy
4: and it's coming from him.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: He's a tomboy. He's tomboy! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> oh and she's God. spent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it got Dead Alive. It got It got a lot of stuff for me. Uh, favorite kill. Uh, wh- wh- which one do I pick? Like, holy shit! Yeah, it was uh, like
5: basically all of them. Cause same for me.
0: Yeah, like like which one do do I pick? Do I pick the the punk humping the uh, dead mother's grave as blood sprays out? Do I pick uh, the uh, the one pretty girl at the party who gets her head jammed onto a light bulb? And her head is glowing the entire time before uh-huh. further terrible things happen to her. Uh, spoiler do we, alert do that we, gets
1: referenced later. It Look does,
0: at- it does. We're about to get to that. Uh do I do I pick the uh the the sleazebag uncle who gets his head plucked out of his body and he comes back as like this weird rat creature with his head perched on his on his <laughs> spine. So many.
1: I picked the pisser of Grave both times. Grave
0: pisser, yeah. (laughs) Both
1: times. Both times. Uh, Yeah, because he got killed twice.
0: That's true, that's true. He he does wind up riding the lawnmower at the end.
1: Yep, Mm mm-hmm. The priest ninja and Mandy, who, again, I think is oh Ma- the old girl. Ma- No, Mandy's the friend. Ma-
0: Mandy is the girl with the glasses who gets her, her face ripped open by the, the baby Selwyn. Yeah. Which is also was... an incredible kill. Yeah,
1: that was possible. S- and, yeah.
0: su- and such an amazing fake out, because she's been bit for a while, and you're like, she's going to turn, she's going to turn. And then you think she's turning. And nope, the baby Selwyn has burrowed through the back of her head. And rips her face apart. Incredible. Uh, favorite poster? Again, this this poster... I, I stared at this poster for, for many a time at the video rental store. <laughs> uh, most quotable? Uh, favorite special effects? Most entertaining?
5: This is what it got from me. Uh, let see, I got it... Uh... Favorite kill, because yeah, basically all of them. Poster, right. uh, comfiest, because yeah, it was just, just a thrill ride of fun, and just like you settle in and like yeah, lawnmower those motherfuckers down, like boom, <laughs> yeah, boom, uh, and then yeah, favorite effects and most entertaining. So yeah, a lot of, lot of categories here.
4: Mm. <laughs> uh, it hit everything but poster, comfiest. Mm. Scariest and sleeper hit and music and music and entertaining and
3: <laughs> <laughs> it hit everything except for the
0: things it didn't hit
1: yeah that basically because everything else is like a four-way tie yeah you had like, let's see
0: one two three you had four four-way ties
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> wait one two three four
3: yeah it was four okay i thought there was a five in there sorry huh uh
2: nephew um I gave it favorite kill favorite story favorite poster comfiest movie uh sleeper hit tied for favorite s f x and most entertaining
3: uh. all right Well, that brings us to the final
5: entry. The Frighteners, which was Kettle's pick. The final... Oh, yes. Uh, This is one that, like... I don't know if I... I think I heard of it when it came out. Because, like, the poster to it was familiar. And that's why I was, like... When we were picking the movies out tonight, I was like... Alright, that's another one where i have like... I've heard of it. I know the deal. Didn't know that it was, like, kind of the horror comedy... But at the same time, like, I feel like it, it balanced things pretty well, and I did enjoy the, uh, I guess, the idea of it of, like, oh, the unhinged serial killer, but he's like, oh, I'm not done yet, I gotta keep racking up my high score even as, a, <laughs> right. as like, a Reaper thing, and I love that they got, uh, oh, what's his name, the, the Busey son, like, Jake, he's, Jake Busey, he's, he's just like his dad, and just being like, oh, he can play an unhinged person very well, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it had a lot of interesting concepts, and and uh, really, I I kind of liked everybody's performance, like from the the comedy bits to the uh, you know the bits that are a bit more scary. Um, the one thing, like my my biggest criticism with this is this is the one where it kind of jumped into going from practical effects into the special effects, and ninety CG. CG does not hold up very well. No. Um, yeah that's probably my biggest criticism of the movie it it didn't like hinder the enjoyment but it's just like whenever stuff like that would happen it would be right. like okay yeah that's that's very like mid 90s uh type of stuff right. but overall i th- i think it was very well done and uh and actually the uh apparently the studio agreed cuz a little bit of trivia i saw that like uh the production was kind of hurried but even after just like the rough cut the studio w- moved the release date ahead 3 months cuz they liked it that much.
0: Oh, that's rare.
5: Yeah. Um and yeah, that was just on the on the rough cut there, so that was that was pretty interesting, but uh yeah, I mean overall it was uh a a fun time I feel like. Like despite the CG overall, still oh, still yeah. pretty good cuz it had a lot of the <laughs> Like, the, the story was very interesting, and uh, I liked the performances of pretty much everybody in the movie. Like, it was just, yeah, a good time all around.
1: Did you like the early Nazgul?
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <was laughs> pretty much, yeah. Uh,
5: basically, yeah.
0: And see, that's what I was saying, saying, when, like, even when he does, even in this, which, which yeah, I agree. Like, the CG, mm. it looks dated, Yeah, because it is. But but even when he was using the CG, what what struck me was the was how much he made sure that the CG interacted with the physical world. Like when yes, when that, that CG blob well. is like like moving across like the like up the stairs and like the little like runner metal bits are, like flying up like those are like real metal runner bits. Or it's like running across a wall and it shoves a painting and like the painting is real and or the effects that
5: they did like with the ghosts and stuff and like being stuck in the door yeah that kind of stuff
0: yeah like like it felt grounded and and felt um like like there was a presence in reality even if the the effect itself looked dated mhm <laughs> and looked kind of campy yeah uh so so this one was definitely my first peter jackson film uh before i knew peter jackson before i really kept track of uh directors or anything like that to any extent uh probably mostly just because like it was a it was a pg-13 horror flick and it had make michael j fox in the lead and i loved back to the future so i was i was invested in I, i liked spooky stuff and i liked michael j fox so i was invested in this movie from the start uh, so this was my first Peter Jackson movie also almost certainly my first Jeffrey Combs film oh uh, and this is probably like in a career of amazing quirky performances this is probably one of Jeffrey Combs Combs' greatest characters I would say um up there with Herbert West yeah uh mm-hmm. and, and yeah no I, I love the hell out of this this movie uh He's again, just
1: adorable in anything he does. I swear to who God. Who Jeffrey Combs? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> uh, so, also fun fact: this the, the version we watched was again the director's cut, which I had never seen before. So, this one also, despite having seen this movie numerous times, there were also scenes in this that I had never seen before. Uh, it was it was a lot of stuff like at the house with Michael J. Fox and the ghosts interacting uh the entire um um motivation of the bank wanting money out of him and that's why he has to up his game like that was cut from the theatrical version uh which is interesting that's really weird
5: to me because that's that's an interesting that's a huge point.
0: motivating factor
5: and i loved the interactions between him and the ghosts at the house like i yeah. love that bit I I believe
0: uh, when the like them putting on the Grim Reaper cloak and, and scaring him like that the, I had never seen that before and of course with the payoff line of like maybe we should use a white sheet next time yeah yeah and, yeah. and Chai McBride is like we ain't wearing no white sheet bro <laughs> <laughs> no. um so so that was all different and also um. There there was elements of, uh, like the, when, when Jeffrey Combs, character gets out of the car towards the end and rips open his shirt and shows all the scars and everything, uh, mm. and starts talking about his history and all the other case, like that was new that got cut out, uh, which was and, really, which was really interesting. Cause I was uh, like, uh, cause I, I picked up on this like in the house segment. Cause I'm like, I've never seen these scenes before are there different cuts of the Frighteners? So I looked it up, and yeah, no, this is the director's cut. And I saw when I was reading through that that, that one of the things cut out was like uh, like some Danvers backstory. So I was really looking forward to that because he's such an interesting character. I'm like, I need to know more about this character. Mm-hmm. So, so that was really cool, seeing that. Um, again, uh, incredibly quotable. Um, John Astin as as judge. When a man's jawbone drops off, it's time to reassess the
5: situation. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, Arlie Ermy in there. Yes, yeah. I, I believe this was
0: my first uh, introduction to Arlie Ermy. Uh, like I would have seen this before um, Full Metal Jacket, and I remember loving his character in this as as, as the the angry drill sergeant ghost.
5: It's like damn, even in death he's pissed off. Yeah, like. he's just fucking angry, man. Uh
0: and, and fuck where where's i going going.
3: Uh yeah, no, I just I I love the hell out of this movie. Uh and so so
0: one random little thing that I thought was was amusing to me is that the um the husband character who who dies um mm-hmm. he's presented as kind of like an overbearing dick and he is yeah but simultaneously he he he's instantly like far superior than the vast majority of like 90s era husbands in the sense that he actually remembers their anniversary and and makes plans for it Typically, yeah. that type of a character would be like, "Oh, you forgot our anniversary again." Like that's that's the trope with that type of a character. But the movie makes a point of, of pointing out that, like, no, he does love her and care about her enough that he remembers their anniversary. It's a special moment for him, and he makes plan. He makes plans in an obnoxious restaurant.
3: I
1: think my favorite part is when she pops off about something that he didn't know and he turns and looks at her and he's like you bitch
0: oh yeah yeah at the dinner she's she's like well we weren't really in a very happy marriage quite frankly it's just like you
3: bitch, bitch i loved you because
0: in it his was- mind like yeah no it was a perfectly happy marriage he was deeply in love with her and, and like he, he get, he got to be kind of a douche character without being a douche, in yeah. every sense of the word.
4: Things you could have told me <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Uh, and I loved um um. Fuck, I got I got to go, I got to go to the IMDb real quick because I
3: definitely want to remember her name. Uh where is it why do you not have you have everything else yet don't have the fri-
0: the frighteners just gets blipped over in his wikipedia page at a at a glance you son of a bitch anyway i'm filling dead air so i can look this up d wallace i love d wallace's character And how she goes from this demure, um, like, kind of victim-type character to being this unhinged psychopath. Yeah. That's
3: (laughs) such a good turn. Such Mm -hmm. a good twist.
4: This movie, to me, was like, if you had a box and you asked me to put
1: everything that was 1990, through 1996 (laughs) maybe even just 1996 this would definitely have to go into it Mm. that represented 1996 because you had michael j fox you had arlie Mm ernie you had the beetlejuice cadence
0: (laughs) it there is kind of a beetlejuice vibe to it isn't it well i mean maybe maybe that has to do with danny elfman doing the score
1: the uh, yeah, I was gonna say the opening scene reminds me of Beetlejuice and Cadence like big time, big mm. time. Um, but you kind of also it's not Tim Burton, but you also have that the kind of director that's right to match that cadence,
3: right? <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, <laughs> um
3: and also
0: it was
1: he's kind of a circus ring ringleader
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i could see that and then also it was uh produced by uh, robert zemeckis and robert zemeckis has done a lot of a lot of stuff um uh, bring me his name imdb i'm sorry go on
1: I like how Michael J. Fox runs over the fence and then he runs right he into was, the fence again.
0: He, as he comes back, he smashes it even more <laughs> because kudos, he knows he's gonna get o- get out of it.
1: Kudos to him because I think at this point he started really getting bad with the Parkinson's and like you can see how much, um, uh, how much he uses it toward his acting or for his acting. And uh, it, it's pretty cool to watch him kind of conquer.
3: Yeah, because like I
0: feel I feel like this is like one of the last like leading roles that I remember seeing him in. Um, for a while, like I think he, he was he was on a TV show, Scrubs,
5: Spin City, Spin City. Oh, like Scrubs, That's right.
0: Yeah. Uh, but he he like had like a
5: major role in Spin City. Like he was
0: he, was he not the main character in Spin City?
5: He was, I, yeah, I was yeah. Uh, just looking at it here now. It was, uh, yeah, that up until, like, 2000, and in the last couple of seasons, uh, Charlie Sheen replaced him.
3: Oh, okay.
0: But, but yeah, like, it, it was kind of right after this that, like, I, I didn't really see him anywhere and, and didn't really know why. Um, and probably, it, it probably also because I hadn't found Spin City yet. Like, I think I found Spin City, like, once it had gone off the air and was in reruns. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, that, that probably, uh,
3: mm-hmm. but, yeah. yeah.
1: He, he uses it, he uses it in his acting, and, like, for his acting, and I think that's just a, it's inspiring. It's pretty cool. I'm like, you're cool. You're, no wonder why you're hanging around Peter Jackson. You're fucking cool, Michael J. Fox.
0: No, I, I love no. Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, R- Robert Zemeck is kind of a, a producer, kind kind of a... You know, if there there were, like, horror producers, which I would say there are, Robert Zemeckis would probably go on the list, uh, produced uh, Death Becomes Her, the Bruce Willis flick, Uh, The Frighteners, of course, Uh, Tales from the Crypt, he was an executive producer on Tales from the Crypt, as well as the TV show, as well as the movies, Uh, the Perversions of Science TV show, which I'm probably the only person who remembers that, Uh, 13 Ghosts he was a producer on, Ghost Ship, Gothica, House on Haunted Hill, so the uh, the Dark Castle films, uh, the the Beowulf film from two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. So so he he has done a hell of a lot, not just in the in the horror genre, but a lot of stuff in the horror genre.
3: Mm-hmm. Did this too. <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, But yeah no I, I love the hell out of this movie. Uh nephew, have you said anything about the Frighteners?
2: I remember like so I think I watched this way, 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 way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I remembered nothing about it other than face pop out of wall.
3: Right <laughs> so, like,
2: I Remember. Face pop out of wall. So this is basically like watching it for the first time, and I remember hearing people like being displeased with it and like really hating on it. Really? Yeah, and, and I think honestly, thinking back on that, that just may have been like my father. Ah, uh, okay. And we all know that he is not the beacon. <laughs> of great information. So,
0: no one is.
2: No. So um yeah I I just went into it and I'm just sitting there watching it. like the I mean the 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 relationship between D and um Buggy Eye Magoo goes
3: <laughs> Jake Busey
2: Buggy Eye Magoo goes, <laughs> I stand by my statement.
0: Jake, I apologize on her behalf. If you ever want to come on the show, I'll be glad to have you, and I will treat you with respect. I loved you in From Dust Till Dawn, the series. Is he
2: related to Gary Busey?
0: Yes, he's his son.
5: <laughs> Could you not tell? Yeah, he's got to see the man, too.
2: <laughs> no, I saw it in his eyes. Like, I don't mean that as that is. So it's much in the same way that skarsgard has um the buggy eyes Wait, yeah or um Which one <laughs> the, the the one the one no that I'm, teasing. It. Bill? I'm teasing it's bill is that bill is that bill yeah bill. Uh, that's
0: bill bill, bill who yeah. can do the weird yeah, eye bill thing
2: yeah. or um fudge there's like a mm, also got the buggy there's like a couple
1: actors they have all there. have kind of buggy eyes though well, no, bill, so bill i'd be happy to have you
0: on the show uh, and also i'm pretty sure she's thinking of steve buscemi steve i would yes. love to have you on the show i apologize <laughs> no I, disrespect intended I my <laughs> yes yes i am <laughs> <I'm> just getting <kidding laughs> out ahead of it. all i am just getting out ahead of apology. it is all i'm just getting no, out ahead of, I of I it
2: just Okay, so like it's an uh, no I, i'm not even saying it as an inf- insult like i'm fat i'm not insulting myself that is a factual statement i am fat okay so like they have bug eyes i'm sorry they do i'm not insulting them i, I find bug it attractive eyes and i like the show i was with, i what i find fish attractive.
0: i apologize in advance you're welcome on the show <laughs> I'm just covering all the bases, alright? Like...
2: I find it attractive.
3: Oh,
0: there you go.
2: what I'm saying if you let me finish my mother
1: statement. I only wanted to make an Alexander Scar- or, well, a Skarsgård joke in general. Because have
2: funny eyes. And, like, I don't find it about- bad- it's very distinctive. It's like, you know- like, Yeah. Yeah, what are you uh, kidding me? I first, love all the Skarsgårds. His chin could, like.
5: Kill?
3: (laughs) (laughs) The chin kills?
2: Yeah, it does.
3: It actually does
0: kill! Yes. You don't know. (laughs) Um. Wow, that's like a double pronged reference. Holy shit. shit. Well done, me.
2: (laughs) Good job. But, like. I forgot where I was going. Oh, stupid Shemmy?: Baby, yes, baby Jake Buscemi, his little son. Um, like, what? <laughs> Gary Busey. Gary Jake, Busey, there we go, Jake. Jake, Jake
0: Busey. The Jake actor Busey. is Jake Busey. What's that? <laughs> well, we've gone off the rails. On a crazy train. Ozzy, no disrespect, you're welcome on the show anytime. <laughs> I would love to have you.
2: <laughs> I only have so much CPU left <laughs> please let me continue
5: <laughs> I'll say we, we are at like three hours we so. are yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah
2: okay so uh, whew, it was good <laughs> much greatness to be had um, all in all it wasn't bad as like it well, it wasn't bad at all. That's why mm-hmm. I was so confused. I was done with it. And I was like, I thought... I was like, I'll just wait for the show to see what other people... Um, I mean, granted, it didn't get anything other than most quotable for me. But um, that's just because I really love Dead Alive. And I love Michael J. Fox. But I also love the Kiwi accent a bit more. Right. And... God, dead alive is just full of it. Like so is so is so is um, bad taste. But like I, I don't know the dead alive combined I guess with like the nineteen fifties Sarah like aesthetic. I'm just like this, this is great, <laughs> this is adorable and disgusting. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I, I genuinely <laughs> in, in, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good.
3: Uh, it got it got
0: a number of things for me. Favorite story because I, I love the concept of the psychic who can actually see ghosts, employing the ghosts to scare people so he can get work. Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> uh, comfiest because again, I I saw this. I I don't know if I saw this in theaters. I may have seen this in theaters but like this this is like a movie from like it, it came out in 96 i would have seen it probably in 96 so would that be the make me like 11 so like this, this is yeah. chi- this is childhood nostalgia warmth to me uh which is very comfy uh i gave i gave it scariest Scariest was almost a no vote because, quite frankly, none of these movies scare me. However, if I'm if if you're holding my feet to the to the fire, this one probably has the the most scary elements to me of of all four of them. Uh, and eleven year old me probably was a bit freaked out by the Grim Reaper going around killing people. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: asshole, don't be worried.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and that—that uh, that was all the ones that get, I gave it. Uh,
5: go ahead, Kendall. Oh yeah, I, I gave it a couple. Uh, I gave it favorite story because of yeah, kind of the same idea. Just an interesting premise, like hire yeah. the ghosts, do stuff with the ghosts, have fun with the ghosts. Yeah, it was a good time. And also, yeah, scariest because yeah, just the idea of like you know, if you're an oblivious person with little, uh, you know, number carved on your forehead, it's like, mm-hmm. that's spooky. That man's gonna, he gonna get you. Like,
0: <laughs> he gonna get you.
5: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- th- that was the only two that it got for me.
4: So,
1: favorite kill, the parasites get needing by, eaten by parasites in the colon of life. <laughs> uh,
3: wait, what? <laughs> what the wait, hell? Wait,
1: that was frighteners, right? Like, so at the end, like yeah. that's a that's a reference to a giant colon and like the oh parasites
0: when they get gobbled the, up yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 because yeah. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was calling the the couple a fucking pair of parasites gotcha
0: gotcha <laughs> I also love uh, the I also love Danvers kill
3: mm-hmm. of
0: his and, and and fun fact about that uh, while Peter Jackson was making the movie and they were aiming for a PG thirteen rating uh he heard that something something was going on and you he heard that they weren't going to get the p g thirteen rating based on what had been done already so he was so instead of going tamer with the danvers kill he he went above board with the danvers kill and sh- <laughs> shot his head exploding.
3: He In was full like,
0: frame.
1: Fuck it, I'm not gonna get it anyway. Yeah, he was. He was like, <laughs> if I'm
0: not getting it, fuck it. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be Peter Jackson.
1: I'm going for it. <laughs> Let's see how gross we can make it. Yeah. Um, favorite story for Banger Thai. Favorite movie poster was bad taste. Hold on. Uh, comfiest movie. Uh, because same reasons. Like it's so nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um with all the characters in there. Uh <clears throat> most quotable again four-way tie because anything Arlie Ermi said was quotable.
0: <laughs> you get back <clears throat> in the grave, you maggot.
1: <clears throat> I was dying. Um I also quoted uh, I got twelve, beat that <laughs> <laughs>
0: I also loved We Don't Stop Till the Screaming Starts.
1: Yes.
3: From Chai (laughs) McBride.
1: Uh, uh, Where am I? That was most quotable. Yeah. Uh, Favorite music? It tied with Meet the Feebles. Mm. Uh, Because Blue Oyster Cult. Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. This Peter. Jackson dude he's got an ear he does he
3: <laughs> likes his
1: music he likes good music I gotta tell you I gotta say something like that um and the most entertaining for me because it was freaking hilarious mm. like the
4: CG was really bad but it made it funny to me
3: <laughs> right yeah uh Nephi is muty uh, uh, so- went
5: on a bathroom break uh oh, I see that now. Uh okay.
0: So, I will fill fill the air with uh the last little note that I had for the movie, which was I I I abs- I absolutely would love to see a TV series of Sheriff oh, yeah. of Sheriff Walt and Ghost Danvers solving mysteries.
4: Yup.
0: Like how good would that be? Little side <laughs>
3: series.
0: A little like side tangent series of just those two guys. Like maybe Sheriff Walton has his own near-death experience, so he can see ghosts, and he realizes Danvers is still there, and just those two guys going around solving weird mysteries, like 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 kind of a Kolchak type uh type of series.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would be fun.
3: <laughs> That'd be lovely. Uh, well, I don't know how long she's gonna be. So, you think she'd be mad if I did her picks? No. Uh. Uh-uh. All right.
0: I, I'll I'll do her picks. So she she gave a, a four way tie uh, for most quotable. So this one was in there, and that was it. <laughs> that was the only one she had. Uh. So now we can get to the to the the tallies and the points and the everything's. So uh, like I said, l- huge body counts. Bad taste base score, 62. All of that was kills. Uh, Meet the Feebles, kill count, 59. Nudity count of 2. I counted Muppet tits, alright? And Muppet asses. Uh, Drug count of 2. Alcohol count of 3. Sex count of 4. Dead Alive, 39 kills. You could easily almost double that, because I didn't count zombie kills. Oh so wow. <laughs> if you, so if you counted zombie kills, it's it's it, it's probably close to double that. Uh nudity count of 1 again for for <laughs> giant undead mother tits. Uh alcohol count of 17. I I wanted to point this out. Peter Jackson is the t- type of motherfucker that when he stages a party scene with alcohol present, he lets people actually consume the alcohol.
5: Face yeah,
0: as was indicated in Dead Alive, there were so many people like in the foreground and the background taking sips of drinks. It was actually kind of nice to see. Not after... Either.
5: None it. of that fake shit. None of that.
0: None of that. Just holding the glass. He gets them to drink. Uh, and a sex count of three. Uh, two of those being zombie kills. <laughs> Wait, two. What was?
3: What was the third one? What, what was the third? I don't remember, but it was definitely there.
0: Maybe maybe it was three three zombie <laughs> sexes in there somewhere. I, I don't remember. I don't feel like going back and racking my brain for it. And Frightener's kill count of twenty four. Which which does which does include some ghost deaths but only uh not not the fact that they were ghosts, I didn't count those as kills, but the ghost characters that did die. I counted those. Because in bad taste, I counted the alien deaths, so I, fe- I felt it was only fair.
4: So was one of the three the guy that dies twice?
3: In the sex count?
4: Oh, never mind.
3: I thought yeah, you were can Yeah,
0: about... I can't remember what the third instance of sex was in Dead Alive. I, I, I'm, I, I'm drawing a blank. But I know it was there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, okay. So, Frightener's kill count twenty four, uh, and alcohol count of four, and a sex count of one, because the judge gets lucky at the museum, <laughs> and he likes it when they lie all still
5: like that.
0: Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so, for for all that, uh, as far as the base scores are concerned, meet the Feebles one was seventy, which. With a kill count that large as well as the random assortment of depravity, who can be surprised?
5: Yeah, that's uh that's some high score territory. Oh yeah. yeah. But for for the scores that matter,
0: all pretty high, quite frankly. Uh fourth place, bad taste with eighty points. Uh third place, the frighteners we with do- Oh, oh shit, we did not! We did not! I skipped right over that, but Oops. Nephi's back now, so we can do that now. We can do ranked mm-hmm. and our custom category, which is most gross out. So for me, that was for ranked, dead alive, the frighteners, bad taste, meet the feebles. And for me, most gross out was meet the feebles, bad taste, dead alive, and the frighteners. Or as I spelled it in the sheet for some reason, the frighteners. <laughs> Uh, yeah, see that <laughs> uh, Neffy, you're ranked in most gross
2: out. Uh, ranked would be Dead Alive, Meet the Feebles, The Frighteners, and Bad Taste. Um, most gross out was Bad Taste, Dead Alive, Meet the Feebles, and The Frighteners.
3: Uh, fish.
1: Uh, ranked is The Frighteners, Dead Alive. Bad taste. Meet the feebles. Most gross out was meet the feebles, because gross. <laughs> <laughs> Bad taste. You, you don't
0: got to justify it to me. I also ranked it number one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I probably wouldn't have been number one had it not been for the scene where the, the Muppet is basically dripping cum on the floor and it's gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for me, it was the fly eating shit. That that was the one that that topped it over for me.
1: That too. Um, So after that one, Bad Taste, Dead Alive, and The Frighteners. Because The Frighteners wasn't really gross.
3: No. No. (laughs) Not really.
5: Uh, Kettle. Let's see. For my ranked, I did uh, Dead Alive, The Frighteners, Meet the Feebles, uh, and then Bad Taste. And then for the gross out, uh, Dead Alive, Meet the Feebles, Bad Taste, and The Frighteners.
3: Yep.
0: I was it was a it was a very diverse uh number of picks from categories to the to the rankings and everything like that. The only thing I think we were all consistent on was The Frighteners was the least gross movie yeah. of them all.
5: Which I yeah, kind it of wasn't really.
0: I kind of expected that. When I was trying to but I was like, ah, I don't know, maybe maybe Danver's head exploding will gross someone out or mm. some some of the stuff with the ghosts and the ectoplasm might maybe maybe I don't know uh but all right back back to where we were for for the the scores that matter uh to to recap in fourth place with eighty points, bad taste. In third place, with 91 points, The Frighteners. And in first place, with 170 points, which, which ain't no shy score, Dead Alive! Oh shit. Followed yeah. by, by Meet the Feebles, with 117 points. Hey. I mean... The money yeah. is- Dead Alive the money was is just money. so good. Like- it, it, it is. It, it was almost unfair picking it, but at the same time, how do we do Peter Jackson month and not
5: do Dead Alive? Yeah, I same, right? well, and, and also also thing is like, I didn't know that and also I hadn't seen it before, so it was yeah, it was a Oh, great, this was great the great first experience. first watch for you. Yeah, for for all of these. Oh, nice. Me. Nice. Yeah.
0: All right. So I I came preloaded with with a pick uh and uh we're we're doing something Something wacky, something crazy, something unheard of—that you know no one would ever think of before. Uh, slashers.
3: I'm
0: pick. I'm picking slashers. And, okay. Uh, my my pick for the month is uh, the
3: original prom night from 1980.
5: Okay. Uh so I don't know exactly which one I'm gonna tell you. I'm probably gonna do a Friday the thirteenth. I'll just need to consult my notes as to which one is my favorite because I watched them all last October and I want to avoid the stinkers. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
1: Okay, so if you could do Friday the thirteenth, then I call a Halloween movie. Oh shit. <laughs> I don't know which one yet though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd say that's um... fair because we've all seen like all of those series. Huh. So we can jump in into the middle.
1: I don't know what yeah.
2: you want to do. You said it was yeah, a with any of
5: those types, yeah, it's you can kind of just go nuts, really. <laughs> right. Yeah, slasher films.
2: What was that Muppet slasher film you were talking about? <laughs>
0: uh, let let me look it up.
3: Let me let me make sure I've got it right. Uh.
0: Yeah.
2: Was it called Freight Rags?
3: No, uh, the one that I am aware of is Head from 2015.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm down.
5: <laughs> You're going with Head from 2015. Yeah, Ooh, actually, yeah, I I know which one I'm I'm gonna go with because it just clicked with me. I was like, I don't need to go look at the, any of the numbers. I can just go with Jason goes to hell, the final Friday. Cause that <laughs> one's pretty dope. Now, granted, it's oh, not the shit. final one because there's three after that. However, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Jason goes to hell is pretty fucking good. So I'm gonna go <laughs> with that one.
3: And, Fish, do you you have
0: an idea of which Halloween you would like to do?
4: I
1: am torn between the Rob Zombie one. Mm -hmm. Which is, remind me again, because I'm not seeing it on this list.
5: What do you mean? Halloween 2007? Yeah, it'd be
1: 2007. Okay. Um, And I'm torn between that. And Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers.
0: Oh wait, Curse, Curse, cur- Curse is Ninety
1: five.
0: Right? Yeah, was... The the one with Ant Man.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, if you go with that one, you got to specify which version: oh, the theatrical that. or the producer's cut.
1: But then the nineteen eighty nine one
3: is good too. <laughs> <laughs>
4: go with 2007 because isn't that one
3: one
1: is that not the one that like most people don't like in the series
0: Eh, it depends on who you're talking to some people their most disliked one is three because it has nothing to do with michael myers and also isn't a slasher movie so it wouldn't qualify for this month uh some people some people hate five some people hate six some people hate Uh, The Rob Zombie ones. Uh, Some people hate the new ones. Like, basically, pick a Halloween movie that's not the original and some people hate it. You know?
1: I want to go with the Rob Zombie one, because I really like that one.
3: Alright. Alright.
4: I can just grab it right here.
3: Yeah. Because
0: it's right here. It's right here. (laughs) give me <laughs> Okay, so that's another episode in the books. Tune in next month for for slasher three three years we finally did slasher month. Uh even though we've uh, done we've done a handful of slashers, you know, throughout the various other months. We did 80s horror and we only did one slasher movie in that, which is crazy. And now we're doing slasher month and only one of them is from the 80s. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, so that'll do it. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for doing it. Again. Thank you. And <laughs> getting away with it! <laughs> so that's all I've got, so goodbye. Bye.